93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today's Wednesday, April 24th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a Maniunk restaurant is being accused of illegally dumping waste into the public sewage system. The owner of Hot Pot says the pipes in the restaurant were clogged and that employees were dumping only mop and dishwater into the sewer. But a Maniunk resident took photos and video of the employees dumping a substance down the sewer on a couple of occasions since the restaurant opened less than two weeks ago. It appears that uh, they don't have anywhere to dispose of their garbage. So what they do is they pile it into the alley, they wash it down, and they're dumping the garbage into the sewer, the resident says. Regardless of what it is, you're not allowed to take your garbage from the restaurant and bring it out to the public sidewalk and pour it out on the curb. City of Philadelphia said it is investigating. The water department took samples from the sewer to see what exactly is being dumped. Uh, You should not be putting anything into the sewer other than rainfall. The water department spokesman said anything else is considered illegal dumping. Officials confirmed the kissing bug has made it to Delaware. According to the CDC, a family from Kent County says an insect bite uh, bit their child's face back in July of 2018 while watching TV. A window air, uh, a window air conditioning unit was located in the child's bedroom uh, where the bite occurred. After testing, the insect was confirmed to be the kissing bug. What is the kissing bug? So apparently it's a blood-sucking insect that feeds on animals and humans, oh. uh, and they're known to bite humans in the face. That is oh! Like, yeah. That's the preferred point of biting? Is it that, yeah. that they go for the face? On a human, I've yeah. never heard of this demon. Yeah. Well, looking... because we don't have them here. That's that's why. And oh. that's why this is a little concerning. If this photo on our monitor is one of those... It have looks, you seen one? It looks kind of like the, the spotted lanternfly. It looks a little bit like that. It does. Interesting. you got to see the... Uh, um... It's more red, like when it spreads when, its when wings, it's, yeah, right? When it's yeah. flying, yeah. Holy but hell! It looks similar to that. Okay. The well. discovery in Delaware <clears throat> is the first in the state. Fortunately, the girl didn't fall ill, but the insect bite can carry the deadly Chagas disease. What? Yeah, which can cause serious cardiac and gastrointestinal complications. So the bug targets your face and gives you a deadly disease. <laughs> yes, yeah, deadly much. diarrhea yeah. apparently. <laughs> so where, where do they? Does it give a point of origin, Kathy? Of these bugs? Yeah. So they say that most people who uh, with Chagas disease become infected in rural areas. Areas of Mexico, Central America, and South America. But according to the CDC, the Delaware family reported no recent travel outside of the local area, so they're not sure. So symptoms of the disease include fever, fatigue, body aches, headache, rash, loss of appetite, diarrhea, and vomiting. But other symptoms can include enlarged heart heart, uh, failure, altered heart rate or rhythm, and cardiac arrest. The CDC recommends consulting your doctor because most people do not know their illness is tied to Chagas disease. By a vote of 7-2, to two, the Radnor School Board voted to start classes at Radnor High School an hour later. The vote comes after more than a year of studying the scientific research of the benefits of adolescent sleep and school start times and following a national trend at school districts nationwide. This is a win-win. This yeah. is a win-win. <laughs> the kids go in later. The parents who have to get up with their kids what, get what, to get up a little bit later. What's later in this well, case? I don't know. Rochelle gets up at 6 a.m. So uh, to go with the kids. but So with that move, Radnor High School becomes the first school in southeastern Pennsylvania to begin classes an hour later at 8.30 beginning next year. All right. So, so I, yeah. I was just wondering about when you're getting off to school and getting the kids getting the kids off to school, if you're going to work or whatever. That that still falls within the wheelhouse, right? I, it depending on what what yeah, time yeah. you need to be there. I guess so for some people it might be an inconvenience if they do have to get the kids off and and get to work if they got a long commute or something like that. Yeah, 
But uh, I'm only thinking of my situation. <laughs> or at least well, we my all wife. do. Yeah. But but um. But there's school buses. I mean, you know, they're, yeah, they're yeah, all buses. alternatives to getting yeah. to school. And the it's parents a high school. And well, exactly. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you where because when I went to uh, junior high school, there was a ton of kids in the area that I was living in, and they actually were building a second junior high school to take some of the load. Yeah. So we did split schedules. And I used to go into no s- school like at six thirty in the morning, yeah. and I don't even remember the first half of the of day because I was so goddamn tired. Yeah, um, yeah. So I was a bus guy um, until I drove. My- Actually, no, my freshman year, my freshman, I was only a bus guy for like uh, <laughs> one year because my brother drove me to school. There so like, the, so the the. It never like the, the burden never fell on my parents to to, to get, to get me you to there. school. I'm yeah. telling you, they're, they're they're figuring these things out over the years of what actually works and, and sets in for the kids. Like because now, as opposed to when we went to high school, Steve, and probably you as well, guys, uh, instead of uh, you know six or seven periods. Uh, at our school, they do four blocks. Yeah, yeah. So not you, us. So four, essentially four, four classes, but they're longer. They're like an hour and a half, two hours long. And you only do it for a semester, and then you, as opposed to taking one class the entire year, seven of them. You know what I mean? It's more like college. college. It's yeah. less work, but more concentrated on the subject that you are actually working on, and therefore it sinks in better. I, I think, think more, it's brilliant. I think more and more schools are doing that. Are starting now. to do that? Well, yeah. not starting. I think that that, that they're into been. it. I think more schools do that now than than not than the okay. old way. Okay. Well, that's clearly why I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Same <laughs> here. I never had built up you know? the interest in any particular thing. Yeah. The American Academy of Pediatrics. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the American Medical Association have all issued policy statements recommending that adolescents get 8 to 10 hours of sleep each night and that the high school day should begin at 8.30 a.m. or later. It seems the most that most of the students and parents are in support of the change at Radnor. Phoenixville, Unionville, and Tredyffrin East Town uh, all recently voted to begin their high school start times a half an hour later. With the change this fall, Radnor High School will end their school day 45 minutes later. Did you guys hit the ground running in high school or did you yeah. have a homeroom? No, we no. had we had a class and it was physics. And so my <sighs> first class of the day was physics. And you're then, talking about your senior year, senior year. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. case it w- then was homeroom. So you didn't even get that that adjustment period of getting to school. And oh yeah. wow! I know it was yeah. awful. So homeroom no. came second. It did. Wait, why? I, I, I didn't have homeroom at all in high school. That homeroom ended in your first class was homeroom grade school. So for, for whatever my first class was, that was whatever the subject we were learning. That was yeah. homeroom, and then we get the announcements at the beginning of that class. No, so I had literally freshman through senior year. The same class with the same people because it was an alphabetical order. Because it was an alphabetical I, case, order. I had, yeah. I had homeroom too. We, yeah. And we, you were only there for like five minutes and then you left. Actually, it was a little bit longer because we had Channel One, which was like the news program. So, so you would sit yeah. there you would Russian watch television, that. <laughs> morning announcements. Yeah, and you would get news. Comments. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I tell you what. So I didn't have homeroom, but uh, what sucked is one year might have been my senior year. First period was uh, was gym. Oh, that sucks. Then you sweated the rest of the Sweat. day. <laughs> isn't that isn't that even forbidden? You should first be. periods gym. Yeah, and you had the rest of the day stinky. Or if if there was a segment where we did like the, we had an indoor pool and we had to do it, and you you were soaking wet and you smelled like chlorine. Well, and, that was poor planning. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it it sucked. So, but anyhow, you finish off with gym so you can cut it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do sports this morning. <laughs>
Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons led the Sixers from the opening tip to beat the Brooklyn Nets 120 yeah. to 100 last night. Closed out their Eastern Conference playoff series in five games. Up next, a second uh, second round series against the Toronto Raptors, who dropped their playoff opener before winning four straight against Orlando. The same thing the Sixers did to Brooklyn. The Sixers stunned the Nets with a 14-0 run to start the game, and the Nets uh, later trailed 20-2. Simmons put an exclamation point on the first quarter when he used a right-handed slam dunk to make it 32-12. The schedule for the second round has not yet been announced. In the other three games last night, the Toronto Raptors beat the Orlando Magic to advance, and the Portland Tra- Trailblazers did the same thing to the Oklahoma City Thunder. In the Western Conference Series, the Denver Nuggets beat the San Antonio Spurs and now lead that series three games to two. Pitcher Zach Wheeler connected for his first major league home run and struck out 11 in seven strong innings as the Mets handed the Phillies their fifth loss in six games, 9 nothing last night in Queens. For the Phils, it was another quiet game until two out in the ninth when Mets reliever Jacob Rehm threw a two fastballs over Reese Hoskins' head. The benches started to clear after the first time, and Hoskins angrily slugged his bat after the next one, which was ball four. The series continues tonight, and Vince Velasquez will go for the Phils while Jason Vargas gets the start for the Mets. Game time is at 7 o'clock, and that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome to the sun coming up on a Wednesday morning of the President Steve Show on Wednesdays. We like to do a secret text word, and today we have a chance for you to win some tickets to see Trevor Noah's Loud and Clear Tour May 3rd, and this will be at the Met. And it's a 10 p.m. show, so we have a pair of tickets to give away today, two different ways uh, to win. You just enter the same way. You just send uh, the word secret to 39333, and we will send a word back to your phone. Hang on to that, because later on we'll ask you to call in with that word. And the designated caller wins the tickets. And if for some reason you can't be listening later on, we just grab a random texter and we give away a pair that way as well. We also have money today. Go fund yourself part two is happening. We'll get to that around 8 o'clock. We'll give away a grand yesterday. Maybe you're the next winner. Yes. Uh, but our our uh, version of it is just one of five that happens through the course of the day. So details WMMR.com. And we do have a $10,000 grand prize. And I'll tell you how you can get uh, involved in that when we get to that around 8 a.m. We also go live on Fox Good Day today, uh, and I think we might be doing a contest. If we have some time. You and, sh- we should do it. And we it's make uh, sure we do it. I've asked you guys to do it for me. It's all about Game of Thrones, but don't worry about it. You really don't have to do much. It's all on me. <laughs> but we have uh, prizes to give away in conjunction with it. Well, even if you're not a listener, occasionally uh, you have uh, 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 you know uh, said things that you could achieve. Uh, yeah, like Tron. Reciting Tron. <laughs> uh, uh, I I have faith in you on this time though because you uh, you just went through the whole series. Yeah, it's about Game of Thrones, and and, and this and... is such a such a global. <laughs> craze yep. Game of Thrones that I think a lot of people will be intrigued by this. And I've watched it, you know, concentrated. I've, I've been watching it every day for the past few months. So anyhow, uh, we'll do that a little bit later on, and I know we have some other things to get into, so oh, we got to find out what you guys thought of Endgame yesterday. Oh, yeah. Steve and Casey and Nick went to see it, so we'll get uh, without any spoilers at all, just getting an idea. Just who lives and who dies. You're sick. Yeah, just that. That's all I want to know. Uh, We're going to take a break. We'll do sorority party invites because that is tomorrow night. So get set for that. And uh, we will return shortly. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Show your mom or the mother of your children that you love her to the moon and back with Steven Singer's beautiful I Love You to the Moon and Back Diamond Necklace for only $98. Free shipping, free personalized Mother's Day card exclusively at Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. 
back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stupid question this morning. Pair of tickets join Casey and Nick. They're headed to a suite for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race at Dover International Speedway. That will be on May 5th. Question as we consider, as we continue, I'm sorry, to uh, dive into the MCU, the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, because Endgame is on Friday. <clears throat> the question that I have, thank you, Craig Legans, again, from the uh, Comic Book Gurus podcast, for these questions from The Winter Soldier. When Steve Rogers finds himself in an elevator full of rogue shield agents, what does he ask them? 215-263-WMMR. It's one of my favorite scenes from all the movies. You're going to love the new movie then. Yay! Yeah. All right, 215-263-WMMR. What does he say what does he say to them, uh, Steve Rogers, when he finds himself in an elevator full of rogue shield agents? 215-263-WMMR. I'll go through some birthdays. Today is Wednesday, April 24th. And Kelly Clarkson has her birthday today. Oh, Kelly, my God. Kelly is 37. What? I, I, I idolize her. Yes, you do. Yes. She, she She's a great. Power, power, powerhouse like singer. A She's one of the... So she won season one, uh, beating Justin Guarini. Yep. Uh, she's in one of my favorite movies of all time. That's right. <laughs> yeah. From Justin, Justin Kelly. Yeah. Also love that that movie. She's on, um, is it The Voice now? She is a, a judge. She, and, and a, I really and a, like her on that show. I think she does a really good job. I think she also, I think she's someone who looks better carrying a, a little weight. weight. Yes. I, mean, it, I think she's slavishly tried to lose weight over the years. Well, I, and she I, has. I, she she yep. was, was she? pretty, yeah, she was very thin for a while, and then she kind of just went back to her. Yeah, like, I think that's which better. Which is fine. Yeah, I agree. I think it suits her. You know, there are some people with... Soft and curvy yeah, works yeah. for her. Yeah, great singer, too. Yeah, she's 37 today. Cedric the Entertainer uh, is 55 years old today. We were just talking to, uh, was it Steve Byrne? He's in uh, Cedric the Entertainer's in a movie... Uh, the movie that he did about uh, comedians. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. He, yeah. That's right. Uh, always liked him. He's 55 today. Uh, Jaiman Hunsu, uh, who is in the MCU, by yes, the way. He is. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and also, uh, he was in uh, Captain Marvel, too. Uh, he is uh, 55. And Amistad, right? Oh, and he's in Shazam. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, he's is... in Amistad and, and Gladiator and all that. What? The hell is he in Shazam? Uh, he plays the little boy. No, he doesn't <laughs> play the little boy. Uh, Billy Batson. No, but he he is in the uh, and I couldn't. Is tell he you a voice or his character? No, he's he's in it. He's wizard. He's uh, wizard. Oh, he's, he's, he's wizard. The dude. Yeah, he's wizard. That's him. Yeah. Oh Jesus. So he is fifty five today. Barbara Streisand, Babs, Babs, as we call her, seventy seven years old today. Wow. Now, um, you know what? I, Robert Rodriguez, the director, sat down. Uh, he does a show on his El Rey Network. And uh, just talked to her about directing for an hour. And it was really good. And she was really, um, you know, because she's, she directed The Prince of Tides. That's and what I was I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, a couple different movies. And, uh, has, you know, has done uh, that. And, and uh, man, it was, it was a really good exchange of ideas. Yeah. And there was, there's a woman, you know, you mentioned uh, Kelly Clarkson with a little bit of weight. You know, Barbara doesn't have a little bit of weight. But she has a non-traditional look about her as far as attractiveness. Something sexy about her, even though she's not your stereotypical sex, you know what I mean? I will tell you where you can see that on display. A movie called What's Up Doc yeah. with Ryan O'Neill. Sure. She's very sexy. Yeah. But I, I like, I don't like flawless, picture-perfect, runway-looking people. I, yeah. I like flaws. Yeah. Because I'm a, just a, a whole whole warehouse of flaws. Now, I know she's in the same movie, the remake, but, uh, you know, Lady Gaga has that kind of same deal thing about her, yep. too. 
Um, so Barbara is seventy-seven today. Casey, yeah, Shirley MacLaine. Oh, oh, wait, is she still? She's eighty-five. Damn it! Yeah, she's still in her eighties. She still looks good, Case. Yeah, I, I, I think you got to stop with your arbitrary number, and I think you, you can you can hump them right into the coffin. Do you remember her in uh, Cannonball Run too? Uh, her yeah. and Mary Lou Henner. No. Yeah. No, uh, you don't remember don't, those? I, I uh, remember. They dressed as nuns, Preston. Oh, yes, I do. And she dressed as a nun in uh, Two Mules for Sister Sarah, <laughs> if you remember the, that, with Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, yeah. Uh, but, Casey, real quickly, your uh, your dream, if you don't mind, recapping. Oh, man, just do quick. I really have to? Just quick. I just had a dream that um, that she and I were on a motorcycle. Uh, she was actually driving the motorcycle. I was riding bitch, but we were actually doing it, having... Intercourse uh, on while the on the motorcycle. Okay, so this element, I never realized it was not you driving the motorcycle. No, in this no, 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 no. She I didn't was either, riding Steve. the Right? I this this is new information. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How would that make sense if we were. Well, because then she that was means. Getting it, me from behind? Th- no, that means. Oh, it, I didn't know no, there no, was no. sex. I just. A- anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd forgotten the details. So thank you for reminding <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, we were. She's pegging you. We were on a cross ride. Pegging you. Oh, my God. We really trying to make sense of a dream with Shirley MacLaine on a motorcycle. Dude, remember that time that Shirley MacLaine pegged Casey? <laughs> you know, I'm not remembering that. I, I don't remember that. Let's uh, <laughs> let's not even say that again, so that people think that I had that dream. In the Pegging. dream, I was the man. I was the man. I took charge. Right. Yeah, you just weren't Jay. driving the motorcycle. I was no. not. I was not. Shirley's 85. And then the last birthday director, Richard Donner, Steve. I know he's done some stuff you love. Oh, absolutely. And everybody loves because the Goonies is in there as well. The Goonies, he did the uh, he did Lethal Weapon, the first Lethal Weapon. And he did the first and a lot of the second Superman. And that, that first Superman has so many iconic scenes. Uh, and he's just great. He's great. And uh, The Omen, uh, another big The movie. original Omen, yeah. I love that movie. Uh, he's 89, by the way. Uh, so let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. So when Steve Rogers finds himself in an elevator full of rogue S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, what does he ask them? 215-263-WMMR. And I am going to go to Chris. Hey, Chris, how you doing, man? Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning. All right, do you know the answer? Before we get started... Does anybody want to get out? That's it, my man. Yeah. Hang on a second, Chris. We'll get your information, and we'll take care of you. And you're going to get a pair of tickets to join Casey and Nick and a suite for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series race at Dover International Speedway, May 5th. And you can celebrate Dover International Speedway's 50th anniversary during race weekend, which is May 3rd through the 5th, uh, for information and tickets. You can visit DoverSpeedway.com. So one of the great, I think one of the great cinematic fights of all time, especially because it's close quarters and, yeah. and the tension that builds with it with the, but what I really love is afterwards when he uses his shield, jumps out. Yes. Lands land, on it. Boom! Yeah. yeah. It's great. so well done. Uh, also, press. I just don't want you to leave out the one birthday. I believe it's a Game of Thrones birthday. Second in from your left. Oh, my God, I didn't even see that. Rory McCann, who plays Sandor Clegane or the Hound. Yes. On Game of Thrones, he is a great character. So, Steve. what does he do? Does he? He's age back. He, he is <laughs> yeah. just like he's the most unhappy, curmudgeon-y, don't even get near me type of person. Very little loyalty to anybody but himself. But right. his, his brother is the Mountain. Who okay, we, who we've had here in yes. the studio. 
So he's the li- he's like the runt of the litter, and he's gigantic. Does he command? Does he? Uh, is it a, uh, a relationship where he sort of sort of exerts control over the mountain? Or uh, no? Oh, but no. but the, he he was burned in the face when they were kids. Yeah. the mountain shoved his face in a fire and burned him. And he's <laughs> freaking mountain. It's he's a wild character, man. And then this is a uh, Game of Thrones birthday as well. Aiden Gillen. Oh my God, Aiden Gillen, who plays Lord Peter Baelish, hey! Littlefinger. I thought you were going to say Lord Peter Bailey. <laughs> he was in uh, Sing Street. He was the dad in Sing Street. Oh, he's really good. He's been in a lot of stuff as well, uh, so I, you, you do a, love to hate that guy. What you do a good little finger impression? Oh, uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Sansa. It's not the same in the north when you. You know, I'm trying to think of anything. He, was he gets so low in his speech. Chaos is a ladder. So he's. He, you just want to rhythm is a dancer. Rhythm is a dancer <laughs> to the beat of the rhythm of the night. <laughs> Come on, shake your body, baby. Do the mumba. Peter Bailey, you can't control yourself any longer. Any longer, <laughs> feel the rhythm of the music getting stronger. <laughs> See, great impression. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that says, yeah, he does yeah. the uh, uh, Westrow Sound Machine. That's right. yeah, he's the lead singer of the band. Everybody, you picked a great night to show up. <laughs> All right, I do have some stories I got to get to, uh, so let's dive in right now. Ola and Abel Azandario, the two. Well, uh, the two brothers oh. from uh, who uh, Chicago police say staged an attack oh. on uh, Jesse Smollett are suing his attorney for defamation and are claiming that remarks they made, the, the attorneys made, endangered their lives and harmed their careers. The suit also alleges that Smollett directed the attack against himself. Uh, the lawsuit claims attorneys Mark uh, Garagos and Tina Glandian made public defamatory statements against the plaintiffs, which are published broadly in Illinois by major news outlets such as the Chicago Sun-Times, Chicago Tribune, and WGN Radio. Lawsuit continues saying that uh, these uh, torturous statements, tortuous statements, involve a hoax conducted in Illinois and orchestrated by Mr. Smollett, finally. And importantly, these statements also impacted the reputation of plaintiffs who are employed and live in Illinois. So they're sticking with this state. So stop and thing. think about this. You mm-hmm. got these brothers who are suing uh, Smollett. You have the city of Chicago that's suing uh, Smollett. You have a newly elected uh, mayor that's going to be coming in uh, and after uh, Rahm Emanuel. And he's going to, uh, she uh, has already stated publicly she wants to investigate this. So... You know, <laughs> yeah, not to mention everyone's like, knocking at the door here. Yep. I, I hope they're really confident that they believe he's, um, you know, that he's innocent of this yeah, because every scintilla of evidence I've seen and apparently there's a wealth of it suggests he orchestrated this. So I don't know what they're hoping is going to happen. Yep. I got it innocent until proven guilty. But Jesus Christ, if, if he did indeed do this, which it looks like he did. I mean, at some point, you've got to stop the lie and go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you I look guess. at look at what happened with Lori Laughlin mm-hmm. and and in that case, in, in the Varsity Blues case, where where they they legally, I mean, Garagos is no piker when it comes to this stuff. He defended you know Michael Jackson, defended a lot of high profile people, so he knows what he's doing. But in this case, it just seems like what are you doing? Yep. All right. So charges have been dropped, dropped, right? Like yep. well, so, yes. So- but however, the 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 uh, the 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 DA, I believe it was the DA, said uh, you know who's, who's in a lot of trouble. Fox, I think her name is. Uh, uh, said that um, we're not saying he's innocent. We're just saying we're dropping the charges because they, he did a little a little um, uh, work. He did a little community service, and he he uh, didn't get his bond back of ten thousand right, dollars. So does that mean that even if he were to come clean right now and say I messed up, 
I did this. I'm so sorry. Because right now he's no. saying, say my, you know, uh, I wouldn't two, be my mother's son if I, you know. Blah, there's, blah. there's two different angles here. Okay. You have the local and then you have the federal, which is um, the the, uh, the, the, sending, the sending of the mail. The FBI is investigating that. Okay. The letters that were sent to him. Uh, furthermore, the suit alleges that uh, Mr. Smollett used his clout as a wealthy actor to influence the plaintiffs who were on, who were in a subordinate relationship with him and were aspiring to make it in Hollywood. And then they continued saying on January 25th, 2019, Mr. Smollett told plaintiffs in private that he needed a favor from them. Uh, they were to help him stage social media hoax and pretend to attack him. Uh, Mr. Smollett's uh, motivation was simple. He wanted the employer and public to notice and appreciate him as a successful black openly gay actor. So Mr. Smollett directed every aspect of the attack, including the location and the noose. Uh, so that's what they say in their suit. So this is, uh, they're seeking unspecified damages. So we will see where this goes. Here's a weird story. Just when you think the Wendy Williams-Kevin Hunter split can't get any more dramatic, it does. The latest report from TMZ claims that police investigated Hunter for possibly poisoning her. Wendy? Yeah, yeah. Police tell TMZ. I read TMZ every day and I miss this. That someone who claimed to work for her production company called with concerns in January. When officers arrived at her New Jersey home, Hunter did not want to let them in for the welfare check, saying that Williams was sick and recovering from a health issue. Sick. Eventually, TMZ reports that they found her in bed covered in blankets from neck to toe. Oh, yeah, it's Kevin. She can't come to the door because she's sick. When they... <clears throat> Doesn't when sound they... like Kevin. What? How did Cowper get involved in that? My name's not Matt Cowper. Uh, when, they, when they asked her if there was any truth to the rumor, she reportedly became tearful and denied it. Hmm. Since then, Williams filed for divorce uh, from Hunter amid the cheating rumors and uh, as she was living in a sober home and getting treatment addiction. So this is... This is conjecture. This is a rumor. So uh, Hunter uh, was also booted from the Wendy Williams show where he worked as an executive producer. But that's I'd never heard. I had not heard that little twist that he tried to poison her. That's, you know, but there's no proof behind it. The relationship with the side action that he got pregnant was apparently going on for 10 years. Yes. 10 years. 10 years. 10 years, man. Wow. 10 years, man. 10. Well, James Holzhauer. Did it on Jeopardy. The 34-year-old professional sports gambler from Las Vegas continued to roll, winning his 14th straight game on Tuesday, surpassing $1 million in winnings. Everybody knew that was going to happen. And I I predicted it down to the day because you just saw the track and the way that he does his daily double wagering is off the charts. Uh, He's the fastest to reach the $1 million mark in the show's history, uh, doing it in half of the time of Jeopardy legend Ken Jennings. Now, Jennings holds the show record with 74 straight wins. Uh, he earned $2.5 million in that run. Huh. It'll be interesting to see if this guy can hold it up as long as Ken Jennings did or not. So Ken Jennings was addressing him, uh, you know, uh, this this guy, uh, James, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, saying that what he, he possesses that gambling edge, you know, with an incredible... You, you guys Knowledge. have seen... He's, yeah. Freaking smart with really a level smart. of confidence and 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 a breadth of knowledge that's a, that is Ken Jennings esque. Mm-hmm. So you take that with his ability to wager and play the board right, and he is also he's good on the button. All right, so real quick, what is his average total like when he wins? Average? I yeah. don't know. Alex it's, said it last night. It, it's it, over fifty. It yeah, yeah, is, right. Yeah. yeah, All right, so I'm gonna. So if he were to do what Ken Jennings did, which is seventy four wins in a row, times fifty thousand dollars, it's 
Over three and a half million dollars okay. winning. All right. His style is the subject of much analysis. His strategy of picking higher value questions early is not unique. However, his combination of strategy and extensive knowledge makes him an extremely formidable contestant. Uh, he tells the New York Times that he read nonfiction children's books uh, to build up his knowledge base. Um, and his aggressive wagers on daily double titles uh, and uh, during Final Jeopardy have led him to the top five one-day scores in history of the game. Top five, so I, including I, a single-game record of $131,127, which was set last week. Just amazing. So I watch The <clears throat> the Clash Room uh, right before Jeopardy so I can feel smart. <laughs> Our buddy <laughs> yeah. Richard Curtis. Yeah. And yeah. then I go over to Jeopardy yeah. and uh, feel like an imbecile. By the way, they want us to be on that show. Yes, yes I know. Yeah, when yeah, we get yeah. that set up, yeah. I want to yes, do that. Are. Um, the, the, all right, so I've only seen this guy play one time. And he cleaned up on ballet. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, yeah. like dude, he know like, like, like ballet to, to know that stuff. And and sometimes a question will come up, and I'll I'll like say to my wife, up, oh, like this is this seems like a really tough one. Confidently answers it. In a I second. tell you what feels awesome. Sorry to interrupt, Nick. Uh, is when you can answer a question that he doesn't get right. Yes, yeah. I have had that happen yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. times. Like, see, you idiot. <laughs> but I also, I, I believe it. And sorry again, Nick, just to jump in here. I think, and maybe you can back me up on this, Nick. I know you've been watching all along as well. I think sometimes he floats those out. I think there's an ultimate overarching strategy to the way he play and plays the other contestants. I think he'll not answer sometimes on purpose. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, really? I, I think yes. he's that deliberate in, in how he approaches the game. Wow. Um, and I was telling you guys off air yesterday, he was on a game show in 2014 or th- 2015, and it was a one-off, um, but he set a single record on that, and that this, this game show was on YouTube. It's since been removed, uh, so I can't find the link, but uh, the name of the show is escaping me. It was a blonde, a very attractive blonde host. Brick, and and Brooke Burke? It looks like Burke, Burke might have been her, but uh, I don't remember. Yeah. The, the premise of the game was it was three people on one team versus a guy who was really good at trivia, and you would take his money. It was win Ben Stein's money, except okay. it wasn't win Ben okay. Stein's money. Right. And James was on that show and dominated. And to your point, Steve, he has no weaknesses. So, like, if I'm watching Jeopardy, I'm not very good at, say, Bible studies or whatever. And if that's a category, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to do very well in this round. He has no weaknesses. Well, and that's the fans and massive fans. I know we're all massive fans of Jeopardy. That is the thing. Sometimes the categories will don't favor you. I have right. yet to see him encounter a category. He's Thanos. He is Thanos. He's Thanos of Jeopardy. He's Thanos with the bizarre smile. This By is way, just an email, but um, the person that emailed in said that he averages over seventy thousand per show. Yeah. Ken Jennings' average was thirty thousand. Oh my god! Yeah, we got a bunch of texts coming in, so Casey even All bigger. Right, so you're, now, you're looking new, at new math. You're looking at closer to four million probably. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so we'll follow along. Uh, amid persistent rumors of a feud that pits Prince William and Kate Middleton against Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, uh, the Fab Four is keeping up appearances on the Beatles? social media. No, oh. these, these four people oh, that okay. I just oh, mentioned. Of course, of course, you just said them. Uh, when Prince Louis turned one on Tuesday, Harry and Meghan shared their well wishes to their nephew on Instagram. Uh, this, of course, was after Kate and William shared three adorable shots of the royal tot to which Meghan and Harry, via their new Sussex royal handle, uh, wrote, uh, happy birthday, Louis, sending lots of love from us both, uh, along with a cake emoji, balloon emoji, and XO. By the way, did you know, I didn't see, I saw this, uh, uh, I think it might have been on BuzzFeed this morning, that a um, there is a group of people, it is so funny. A conspiracy? These, these conspiracy people who who say that she is faking her pregnancy. No, shut up. I swear to God. No. Mm-hmm. And I think they're calling it uh, uh, Mexit. 
Mexit. Mexit. Like a Brexit? Yeah. So so uh, what is the end game on that then I to fake know. the pregnancy? Well, that somebody else is carrying the baby, maybe, uh, and she's faking being actually pregnant, and they'll have a surrogate and pretend that she gave birth to the baby. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It seems totally so, feasible. So a baby who would not be of the royal line, I don't freaking know. I just saw the headline. If I'm they're like, really good, morons. try to pull off like a six-year-old. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Here's our new baby. <laughs> With the legs. Kids out playing baseball. <laughs> playing cricket. Oh, my God. Uh, meanwhile, despite uh, reports indicating that uh, Meghan and Harry are planning to decamp to Africa in part to get away from the royal uh, drama, sources tell Harper's Bazaar that's simply not true as well. Uh, Britain is their home and where they want to raise their family, said a friend of the couple. If they are uh, to work abroad, it would be a short stint. Do you think the queen for a second would allow them to live in Africa? Not no, it's insane. They, they have to. They, they have royal duties. Yes, and they're going to handle. And that. they make royal duties they in the royal ones. bathroom. Of course they do. Um, uh, this is cool. Uh, oh, Nick, you found the name of that show? Yeah, a bunch of people emailed and texted. It's called The Chase, and, and that is Brooke Burns. It, it, Brooke Burns, Brooke Burns. I'm yeah, sorry. I always get confused between yes. them as well. And then so you'd go up against Ooh. this big guy whose name is Mark Labet or Labbit, and uh, he was very good at trivia. And so the people would try and steal his money. And James and his team just dominated in a, an episode of The Chase. From 2014, I believe. Man, I miss Brooke Burns. Oh, yeah. What was that other uh, doggy dog, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was kind of a fear factor type of yeah, show. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I love this guy, and this is great. The MTV Movie and TV Awards will be hosted by Zachary Levi. Had him on the show not too long ago. Great. What a great guy. Did you ever watch Chuck? I did not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a great show. But I am watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and he's on he's that. He's on that, yeah. And he's great in Shazam, and he's and great Thor. in Tangled, and, and Thor. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the 38-year-old also has has some big shoes to fill because uh, former hosts include Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, Amy Schumer, and most recently Tiffany Haddish. But I think he can handle it no problem. He is very uh, Ryan Reynolds-y. Very much so. Yeah. He's got that, uh, that boyish, fun, yeah. boyish attitude, yeah. Uh, let's see. Bob Saget admits that he doesn't quite know what to make of his former Full House co-star Lori Laughlin's alleged involvement in the college admission scandal. But he does tell the Today Show that it has been a strange time. Uh, he said that he loves her and says that he hasn't talked to her since her arrest in March. Of course, uh, they he, her and her wife, or her and her husband. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> pleaded not guilty. That but, would be awesome. But he's uh, he's not been in touch with them, so. He doesn't know exactly what to think about it. Uh, Let's see. The International Academy of Digital Arts and Sciences has handed out the 2019 Webby Awards. Uh, Will Smith, Childish Gambino, Monica Lewinsky, Ellen DeGeneres, Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy Kimmel, along with The Walking Dead and Westworld, are among the people and projects receiving the Internet's highest honor. Did you see the trailer for this new Will Smith movie? Yeah. Where he is a younger version of himself cloned called, yeah it's called gemini it um, is gemini amazing I'm sorry yeah i've not seen the trailer yet i have read about it but the the, the replicating have, of him this looks this is a seat i mean I, however they did it it is young will smith who has been um yeah cloned to go after and kill older will smith and i don't know you know you know how they've been perfecting this more and more yeah well he turns around and you it's like, dear God, that that is that's young Will Smith. I gotta see that because they've they you, you're right they've start they've they've uh, <laughs> they've played with this a little bit like in Tron you yes. remember that and it was good but a little bit off. Then they did Stark in uh, you know when he was and they also uh, there you might see it in a new Marvel film coming out as well. Well, yeah. in Rogue One, like Princess Leia, they they kind of got it. Yeah, but not eighty percent. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so it's called Gemini Man. And, uh, there's there's got to be a clip of him. Let it play for a second, and you'll see him as a as a younger. We're watching video in the uh, in the studio just to to let you know. But uh, yeah, we're looking at. Uh, well, I'll check it out yeah, later. It's on. pretty well. Anyway, the official full trailer. It's Ang Lee's uh, movie, Gemini Man. By the way, plays an elite assassin who has to track down a younger version of himself. Uh, so it's the other way around. Okay, he goes oh. to kill the younger version. Uh, he says, um, "Is according to." Let's see, who said this? Ang Lee, I guess. He said he knew every move of mine before I made it. Smith's character says, I'm sorry, in the footage, uh, before learning the identity of his target, I'd have him right there, I'd take the shot, and he would be gone like a ghost. Who is he? Clive Owen, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and Benedict Wong also star, and that opens in October, so kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, clips. Here we go. Chicago Med follows the city's most highly skilled medical team as they save lives and navigate their unique interpersonal relationships. In this clip, Tori DeVito talks about how her character, Natalie, has evolved over the seasons. We saw her date and not really know what that looked like for her and how to do that with having a child and also going through the grieving process as well. And now I feel like she's at a really good place where she is able to accept love into her life. She's kind of learned how to navigate having a kid, having a career, and having a boyfriend. (laughs) Uh, Is she related to Danny DeVito? No, it's spelled differently. Okay. Uh, Chicago Med airs tonight, 8 p.m. on NBC. Let's do the next clip. In Avengers Endgame, the team assembles one last time to restore the universe after it was left in ruins following Infinity War. In this clip, Scarlett Johansson talks about what this film means to her. I always fall back and describe this as like a beautiful Valentine to the fans and to the franchises and all of us, all all of us actors, all of our crew, our directors, all of Marvel have like poured their blood, sweat, and tears into this film. It hopefully will deliver. Uh, Avengers Endgame premieres this Friday, so there you go, gang. We'll give our spoiler-free take on it yeah, your assessment. a little later, yes. All right, cool, man. Uh, that's the entertainment report. Let's take a break. We'll come back in a little while. Don't forget, we're less than an hour away. A chance for you to win $1,000. MMR's Go Fund Yourself 2. We're on the last run. It's this week, so get set for that. We'll be back in a moment. We've shared a lot of MMR stories during our 50th birthday celebration. This year, for our birthday, we'd like you to share yours. Maybe you want a cool prize like a pair of concert tickets or even backstage passes, maybe even a trip to London. Maybe you went to an MMR event like the Louie Louie Parade or the Cardboard Classic or even Zappoween all those years ago. Maybe you've met one of us at a concert or a local club. Did you win a CD or a cassette or even an album? Maybe you got a tour of the station. Who knows? We want to hear about your MMR moment, whatever it might be. So call our MMR memory message recorder. Get it? MMR. At 610-771-9666 and tell us your story. Stay brief and focused, just like me. We'll play them back during my MMR birthday broadcast, April 29th. We can't tell our story without you sharing yours. Together, we're 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. 
The last remaining slots for uh, Kathy's cuts are early morning slots, I believe, right, Kath? Yeah, so it's 6.30 and 7.30. We only have a few spots left. So, uh, you know, I'm still getting uh, questions and some emails from people who have yet to sign up. But these, uh, you know, we're uh, a little over, is it a week away or two weeks? It is on next Friday. Next Friday. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So if you want those spots, grab them now because once they're filled up, we can't really add any, uh, you know, any other people. And uh, some people still asking questions. All the details are on PrestonandSteve.com. You need a minimum of 12 inches of hair uh, pulled back in a ponytail uh, that need to, that can be cut for wigs for kids. Uh, you know, your hair can't be dyed or colored, anything like that. Uh, and if you have a little bit of gray, you're okay. Uh, and we have three great salons uh, that are with us, Gravity Hair Salon and David Arnold Hair Salon. They've been with us for years. We added a new hair salon, Tier Hair. Uh, they'll be out there as well. Panera Bread's coming and Metro Beverage. They're going to provide uh, some breakfast and coffee and things like that. We'll be, it'll be uh, May 3rd. It's the 12th annual Kathy's Cuts benefiting wigs for kids at True Beauty Concepts in Southampton. Go to PrestonandSteve.com and grab those last spots. Yep, sign up now. We want to fill that whole thing out. Okay, quickly... And then we're going to move on to something else. <laughs> no spoilers whatsoever. Okay, so you're you're in the clear. Don't worry about this. Uh, but Endgame, uh, yesterday, Steve and Casey and Nick went to a pre-screening. Just want to get your impressions of the film, and that's it. And you guys respect the, yes. the, the spoiler thing. The process. So, yeah, so do tell, Steve. Okay, so I'll, I'll lead off. I'll tell you this. Uh, and I used these words yesterday. I'll use them again today. Uh, it is perfect. Wow. It is perfect. Perfect. Steve never says that. It is a, and, and I will say, it is an absolute love letter to the fans who have been along for the ride. Yay. And um, and that's it. You know, three hours passes quickly. All right. Get a lot of popcorn or whatever you eat and just sit down yep. and enjoy. Case. I don't want to ruin anything for anybody, so I'm just going to say uh, everything that Steve said. Okay. Everything that Steve said, because here's the bottom line. If you uh, want to see it, you're going to go see it. It doesn't matter if, even if I said it sucked. Yes, you're still going to go see sure. it. So I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. Okay. And Nick, if you were ever uh, disappointed by, say, Return of the Jedi or Revenge of the Sith or the last episode of Lost, <laughs> you will not be disappointed by oh, the, the last Avengers movie. This movie. I know I wouldn't, but it's good to hear it's that it's the perfect capping, Steve. I, okay. Your word is perfect. <laughs> yes. Your perfect word is perfect. It's the best ending to any series I've ever seen. No kidding. By far. Wow. Three hours long. Three hours long. Did it long. feel that way? Not no. at all. An hour and a half, it felt yeah. like. Oh, yeah. that's great. There is never, well, and oh, that's it. That's okay. all I'm going to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, by the way, somebody had mentioned this app, <laughs> Casey, uh, if you are concerned, if you have an active bladder. Oh, really? Apparently, there's a movie app that's called Run P. And I have not really? looked into what it is, but I, I, I get an idea that the gist of it is it will give you a timestamp into the film as to when you won't miss a major plot point oh, and you can get out and go pee real quick. Not a bad idea. For a three-hour thing, For a yeah. Three hour yeah, yeah. You know, so... Um, I definely had to pee at some point and... Um, I, 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 did you and, in the popcorn bucket? Uh, no, 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 no. I was able to hold it, but uh, me and Nick ended up meeting. As soon as, like, <laughs> the, the credits started running, I was like, bing, yep. and ran out can there. I, can I make one suggestion? Um, if you're an all an emotional pussy like Casey and I, uh, <laughs> bring tissues, because I, I, cried, sure. I cried like a baby. Wow, really? Oh, my God, yeah. There are oh, yes. 12 okay. times wow. yeah. from... From the beginning through to the end, and things that are that are obviously meant to 
create those, that response, and things that are just as a fan, you're going, oh, yeah. 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 And, it, and, it, and it gets you all, every time. And there it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank Brilliantly you. Brilliantly done. Thank you, guys. I'm happy to hear about that. Okay, let's make you feel terrible about your job. All right. uh, there is the Wall Street, uh, let's see, 24-7 Wall Street reviewed the 2018 Jobs Rated Report from CareerCast, a targeted job opportunity website to determine the worst jobs in America. And the report ranks over 200 careers on the overall quality of their work environment, amount of stress, Occupational outlook and income. So it's this combined parameter. It's a service study. they provide to help you feel miserable. <laughs> many of the, or to validate your misery. Many of the worst jobs in America rank poorly because they have among the least job security in the U.S. labor force. Like uh, kamikaze pilot. The well, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a bad. One. Yeah, but there's always going to be an opening. Yeah, there right? is a true. You know, yeah. Honestly, there's a big turnover. Yeah. The, uh, uh, the rise of automation could reduce or completely eliminate certain unskilled professions as well as some of the most dangerous jobs in the country. So they've got a list here. I'll, in, in the interest of time, I'll, I'll start. Do the, do the first 50. No, I'll start with 20. Okay. okay. And we'll begin with that. And we have things like um, the, the median annual wage, the uh, projected job growth, and uh, total employment and stuff like that. So, and, and I assume that a, a small portion of that is also, as you said, danger on the job. Yep. Yeah. But some of these are, well, let's, we'll, we'll go through. All, right, all, right. all right, so number 20 is a brick mason. A brick mason. Yeah, the, the median annual wages. And I looked at all of these median annual wages, and, and I, uh, I think there's a big... They seem low. And, and they, yeah, I agree. I, I took a, a quick peek, and, and I also think that if you're a really in-demand brick mason, you'll yeah. probably make more. You're, you're probably really and then successful. the goal is to work yourself up to a Dave mason. Yeah. My, my <laughs> uncle did that. My uncle was a brick mason his whole life, and um, he was really good at it. I asked him about it one time, and he said, I'm a good wall guy. Yeah. And he made good walls, and, uh, you know, it was a, it was honorable work. All right, so uh, $50,950 is the uh, is the median mean. annual wage. Okay. Uh, projected job growth 10.3% by 2026. I don't know. I don't follow all of those uh, stats. Uh, anyhow, a bunch of uh, it's a physically demanding job. Workers have to lift, move, and lay heavy materials, typically outdoors and often uh, during the summer. Uh, they face demands to complete projects, and uh, they have several upsides, though, including the relatively high median annual wages compared to the median of all jobs that are factored into, uh, uh, and the fact that the uh, uh, the growing U.S. population will likely lead to steady job growth. And honestly, they spend all day laying. Come on. Yeah. Number 19 is automobile mechanic. Uh, median annual wage $40,710, uh, though working as an automobile mechanic requires some uh, post-secondary education, specifically at a trade school as well as a certification. The median annual pay for mechanic is just slightly higher than that of the average American job. So so let's say you're working at a mom-and-pop place and you're a mechanic. You're going to probably make a, a little bit less, but let's say you are a, a, uh, a Lamborghini oh, auto yeah. mechanic. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a whole different, a different set of rules, right? Um, they often have a difficult job environment as they regularly get into awkward and uncomfortable positions for long stretches to diagnose and fix automotive problems. Have you guys ever been out to that Universal Technical Institute, UTI, uh, out near the airport in uh, near the Downing uh, Airport, the Turnpike in the in the downtown exit? 
Um, I don't know why I said airport. <laughs> That's where the planes are. It has nothing to do with the word I was trying to say, which was turnpike. Over by the vomitorium? Uh, no. And the reason I bring it up is, A, they're a client, but B, I've been there uh, twice, and they find people jobs so fast. That's it's, great. It's a really, and it's a lot of mechanics, and it's a, a career that's always going to be in demand. Uh, uh, listen, the the, abs- the act of helping people find work is, is a noble thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I love to see that. It's a tech school. I, I went to a, a trade school for broadcasting. And, and you, you learned. And you, and it you knew what you wanted to do. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. I, to, you know, Preston, w- or would you have preferred to have blown, to have, have a mortgage when you left school? Right. You know, you knew exactly what you wanted to do and you cut to the chase. But yes. you, Steve, you had mentioned that uh, that you probably make less than a mom and pop shop as far as, you know, mechanics are concerned. And I don't know if that's true or not. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't like, because when you said that, I'm like, well. Why would he say that? Why would he say that? <laughs> But I don't. I don't know if that's. Uh, listen, my brother. You're, you're saying you don't know. I'm. Well, I'm saying my brother-in-law is a mechanic. He owns his own garage. My father and, was a mechanic. <laughs> my brother's mechanics. My three cousins are mechanics. So I'm he's going to make more. He owns right. <laughs> um, but I, I almost feel like you because. Well, and listen, the, the the bottom line is always the dollar. But when you're not working for a corporation. I, I feel like that sort of lends itself to maybe make more money as a, you know, when you're working for, for one There person. are clearly variables to all of this. Yeah. Yeah, because you can climb the corporate ladder. Absolutely. You know? So it's yeah. it's hard to say. Uh, number 18 is a buyer. And it says the buyer is a vague job title and buyers work in many different fields. Uh, they most commonly work on behalf of grocers and other wholesalers. Yes. Buying produce for resale at stores. Yeah. Orange futures. Um, yeah. And why. the, the yeah. median annual a, uh, wage is 62 plus thousand. Which is still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, in fact, it's higher than the other two that I had mentioned. But uh, the career field is projected to shrink and lose workers by 2026. So buy, sell, buy, sell. Yeah. That's, that's I just, part of it. When I was in high school, I knew for a fact that I did not want to buy anything, sell anything, or process anything. Right, right. right. Yeah. Sold or processed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, according to the uh, BLS outsourcing, he just wanted to do kickboxing. <laughs> and automation of less complex uh, procurement functions will lead to decline in this particular jobs outlook. Do you think you have even remotely any? Well, okay, so on this level, you're, you're talking about buying things like, uh, you know, uh, five tons of lettuce or whatever that mm-hmm. that sort of deal. Not like a re- buying, you know, a media buyer or whatever. It's a different animal. But still, do you have any of the attributes or skills that it would take to be a Oh no! I I I, no. I would die. Oh, no. I would die of starvation, and yep. I would be living in a whirlpool box. Yeah, I think of a fashion buyer. Okay, you know, and and like the job. Rachel and Friends. Uh, yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, number seventeen is a truck driver. Uh, the, I think that's the is that like the in the top three professions in the, in the country of uh, uh, drivers. Oh, I don't know. I believe it is. Uh, median annual wage is $43,680, though the projected job growth for truck drivers is only slightly lower uh, than for the average American job. This career could be at risk of disappearing as companies like uh, Tesla continue to develop autonomous driver technology. So they're looking down the road. They're looking at the future. At the future. Do you think... That's where tech is going. Do you think you could at any point... You know, when I was doing um, stand-up and driving all around the country, uh, there's a certain romantic idea to the you know like a long haul trucker um, i physically couldn't do it after i drive for about two hours i and i'm just miserable yeah i need to get up and move oh, and really? and i hate long road trips i can't stand them man would you consider so I snorting coke to, i well that yeah. might help i don't um, like the idea of driving something that gigantic right, well, right. it takes yeah. a skill like that's yeah. definitely a special person that can yeah. do that when yeah. i drove i drove a you know the that rv to jacksonville i just i didn't like it 
you ever notice nervous that the guys that drive trucks are not necessarily semis but dump trucks yeah uh and and vehicles like that they're all huge yeah, I think They're you have to be big guys. And where is this going exactly? <laughs> but I, don't, I mean, you can operate. No, you're the, right. You can operate the equipment. I know, but I, just, I think they're probably just things that you're pulling out that are heavy. I, that's what I'm guessing. I, I think they, they they probably hired guys who could probably move this stuff on their own backs. Yeah, and then say, "Could you drive it there?" Yeah, they can lift yeah, all that yeah, mulch yeah, 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 if yeah. they need to. What about a school bus driver? Do you think you would feel comfortable no. behind the wheel of a no. school bus? No. Because I would feel I would just be so nervous because I have everyone's children on board yeah. and you you're worried and you want them to be fine and i, I see women driving that all a lot. the time yeah i'd probably be sitting there in my mind going shut up shut up uh-huh. shut up shut <laughs> up uh but that's me uh so the truck drivers number 17 number 16 is construction laborer these are the worst jobs in america by the way median annual wage is thirty five thousand. Uh, construction workers are employed in one of the fastest growing industries in the country. As the American population continues to grow, more and more laborers will need to be uh, will be needed to build the growing demand for offices and homes. Work uh, workers in this unskilled position are not well compensated, typically earning less than the median of most jobs. Are we are we talking sort of like and on, it's physically demanding? Uh, like on a job site, you're, you're more likely to be the, the an apprentice moving things around. Because I see when I see buildings going up, like here, the construction workers in this building. What they what they pull off is amazing. Mm-hmm. I have no, you know, to see to to have like a plan laid out in front of them and they okay, we'll do that. I don't. I have. I have. I'm not smart enough to do that. And it's also pretty well known that if you're if you're a rookie, you get treated like a rookie. Right. Uh, I've, I've talked to many guys who worked on job sites, and there's always a whipping boy, and there's always mm-hmm. somebody who does the grunt work or gets coffee pranked on a yeah. lot or or gets you know crapped on a lot. Uh, so I think they they don't put that in here, but I'm guessing that might be part of it as well. But it's it's also dangerous. It's it's one of the most dangerous jobs. Huh. Uh, it has the, the highest illness and injury rates among all occupations. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, we were watching. I mean, there's there's this pretty cool thing that's being constructed right out in front of our studio windows here. I mean, giant steel beams and all that sort of stuff. And and I was watching them. Uh, like a little kid. Yeah. Know? Like, I know. I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, there was a dude on the beam yeah. up here right outside of it. We're on the fourth floor, which yeah. is four doesn't sound like that much. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll kill you. If you What's fall your name, there. little fella? Casey. Casey. I took some video of him yesterday. Yeah. I was fascinated dude, by it. Sitting on the beam out. Yeah. To, and now he had a, he had a, a safety harness yeah. on, but still. But he's walking around on this beam. I was looking at the safety harness that this one guy was wearing, and I was like, mm, if he were to fall. I don't. I don't think that's safety harness. It would be fun. I, well, I was like, I don't think it's in the right spot because if he were to fall, that I don't was think it that around I, his neck? It, no, no, no. I don't mean spot on his body. I oh. meant spot like on you know because there's a, a where huge, it was hooked on to. Yeah. Right. No, I, no. Listen, you're you're trying not to die in that case. Doesn't mean you won't get injured. But right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. He had a, a sticker on his helmet. Uh, local four hundred one. Is that uh, steel? Workers? I don't know. Not sure. No, you guys are good. Right. I don't know yeah. what the hell you're doing out there, but it looks pretty cool. I'm going to skip through these up to the top oh. ten because we need to move along. So I'll just mention. At number ten. I'll just mention these other ones. Uh, number 15 is a dock worker. Uh, number 14 is a bus driver, Casey, uh-huh. as you mentioned. Uh, 13 is a chef. These are the worst jobs in America. Oh, However, though, again, again, if you if you if you ascend the ladder and you have the chops, or you know, if you're a short order cook in a place and whatever, and that's what you love to do, that's great. But they like they bust their ass. They do, yeah. they do. If you, but if you end up like you know a, a top level chef, yeah. then you can be wealthy. But if you're at a diner, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different story. Uh, firefighter is number 12. These are professional firefighters. Obviously very dangerous. Uh, yep, and All probably right. not compensated enough. So as you're working your way towards number one, that means it's getting to the worst, yes. right? Yep. Okay. Uh, pest control worker is number 11. Uh, and it says, you know, the, the use of the pesticides and stuff like that can be harmful if they're not handled properly. Or if you eat them. Or if you eat those pesticides. All right, number 10 is a painter. Uh, physically demanding job. Uh, you have to crouch, reach, kneel, and, re- and do all that. It can. Vincent Van Gogh lost an ear. It can be wear and tear. <laughs> That's funny. Not- I know I, a friend of mine is a painter, and he loves it. Yeah, he loves I, we his have job. A, we have a friend who's a painter as well. He's great. One and, of the most Zen dudes I ever met was just a house painter who's yeah. who, who who prided himself on the perfection of his painting. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he did. He loved it as well. Most but- painters make less than forty thousand a year. It says. Okay, I mean, I, I have friends who are painters as well, and the thing is, like. Good painting is expensive. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when when you have somebody come out and and give you a quote for your, and you're like just for paint. On the other hand, though, bad painting is very cheap yeah. if you're looking to save some money. But you're like, wow, just for paint. And then you think about it, it's, oh well, they're going to literally like do everything. Yeah, you know, like literally. Get, get all literally. <laughs> You know, uh, every imperfection on every surface is, is going to be gone and painted over. That's why they're and, and so that's good. A, and that's a yeah. lot of work. By the way, 401 Ironworkers, uh, okay. 690 Plumbers Union. Oh. Uh, and we have people, you know, wanting shout outs. Hey, hey, my husband's out there. Local 252. 252. Uh, it, it's interesting. There's a whole other subject, but uh, but getting fired up about your union has always found <laughs> has always seemed a little odd well, to me because we're a union. Yeah. yeah. But it's a fraternity. SAG, baby! Yeah. Yeah. S-A-G! But their unions are a lot more uh, proactive. Not that ours isn't, but... Ours is very proactive. Yeah, but it's like, I, I think what I meant to say is we just don't care. Right? Yes. Yeah. Well, no, we really. Been... Because, yes, that is yeah. true, though, because there are yeah. people that are very into, like, same, like that. Local 401. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 totally. I had a friend who was a spy for his union. Okay. He was a spy. He would go to non-union places. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. then recruit people to join his union. Wow. All right, so, so now we delve into our business. Okay. The next three worst jobs in America are in our industry. Really? Yes. Number nine, advertising salesperson. Uh, it says, while the average job is projected growth about 7% from uh, 2016 to 2026, the number of advertising salespeople in the U.S. labor force is projected to decline during that period. Many works in this profession sell space in print media outlets like newspapers and magazines, but as these outlets decline in circulation or go out of business, fewer advertising sales agents will be needed, it says. However, you need salespeople for you everything know, online as well. Everything, broadcast, uh, multimedia, you yeah. know, YouTube, streaming, radio, obviously, the whole damn deal. It's always there and there's and again and this is not a falsehood the live the live and local targeting is is still the 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 ultimate way to get your message out number eight is broadcaster (laughs) uh and uh, but there's another perfect example of it runs the gamut you know if if depending on where you are and what what you're doing it can be it can you know be all over the place it says it projects there will be 3.2 percent fewer broadcasters in the US labor force in 2026 than there were in 2016 as ad revenue decreases uh, for radio and television broadcast stations will likely not be able to afford to employ as many broadcasters as they once did but 
Well, yeah, that's, I mean, fortunately, over, our billing is up. Anyway. Well, but over at um, NBC10, I mean, they, for a few years ago and, and even more recent, they let go a lot of broadcasters and the people that are still there are now responsible for more than they were before. So whereas right, before yeah. they had a cameraman, they had website, like now they have to do all that stuff themselves. Yeah. 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 And a lot of that, those, I think the, the norm is most camera, cameras operated robotically, right? I uh, believe in so. The, yeah, in the studio, yeah. there's um, robotic cameras. Yeah. Uh, number seven. Disc jockey. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> if you guys had to do it over again, and if you started in a city like Jeff City or wherever. Yeah, where I began. Where you began, Preston, uh, would you do anything differently? No, because I've ended up in the right spot. Okay. Uh, if No. Absolutely not. Without, without, you know, there's no, it's, it's hard to reframe it without knowing sure. what you know. Uh, my my entree into radio was as uh, now I went to school for for communications and TV and and film and radio, but my interest in radio didn't come from that. It came from stand up comedy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now listen, we're we are not to pat ourselves on the back. We're a very successful show. We're one of the success stories in the industry, and but I think this speaks to you know. Uh, the guy working in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, mm-hmm. or something like that, and uh, some jobs are disappearing because they have uh, some companies will consolidate and they will do what's called voice tracking, where people in you know, so there might be somebody in Chicago, yeah, who yeah. has a sister station in Little Rock, Arkansas. They don't want to hire somebody because they got this great talent in Chicago. So that guy actually records his show for Little Rock, Arkansas, because you can knock him out. In about an hour, you can do a whole show. You're exactly right. Well, that's why our, send it down that way. That's why our union is beneficial. Yeah. Exactly. Thank that's you. why yeah. I attend every meeting. baby. Yeah. Live and local. We're here. SAG. We're queer. Get used to it. What he said. Yeah. Do we have yeah. a number or is it just SAG? It's number just SAG. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Screen Actors Guild. I wonder, though, as far as, you know, because, you know, you go through all these jobs, the worst jobs or whatever, and then I, I, you know, I keep thinking, like, well, if you're good at it, then it's not that bad of a gig. So I wonder what is the best profession to just be mediocre at. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> I, I think your parameters are are wrong. Yeah. I think I think what really is if you enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And now if if you're if you enjoy it, you, sure. I think you will become good at it. Yeah. And then you you ascend. That's what I. That's the advice I always dole out here to the intern. Maybe you enjoy it by being mediocre. Yeah. You just yes, don't try I that do hard. nothing, and I love it. All right. Look at got, Homer Simpson. We got to kind of hurry through these right. last few. Uh, number six, and I see these people almost every single morning because I live near a prison. I live right by what is was Greaterford and now is STI Phoenix. Prisoners? Corrections. I know oh. not prisoners. <laughs> it's a it pay career. is very low. It pays so low. Uh, corrections officers. Yes. And, uh, yeah. They, My brother was one for a while. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, you know, the, the working conditions are not ideal. Of course. That's part of it. And, um uh, they're they're probably it says uh, the the budgetary issues will likely contribute to expected seven point seven percent drop in the number of working corrections officers. Did they mention prison riots? Nope. Uh, number five, enlisted military personnel. Uh, they are. It doesn't have anything as far as wages and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, but it says uh, uh, it may seem unfair to list them among the worst jobs. Yet they do face very high stress and one of the most difficult working environments possible, especially those serving in combat zones. 
and many often earn less than uh, 30000 a year. So that's one thing to consider. Number four, retail salesperson. Ugh. Retail salesperson. God. I, I worked in retail for the shortest period of time, and I hated what every store? second of it. I worked at Express. That's right. In uh, the Oxford Valley Mall. Yeah. And listen, for as much as I love shopping and love retail, working in it was awful. Were you out on the floor, or were you behind the scenes? I was No, I was out yeah. on the floor, and... <laughs> I, I hated it, every, I hated every second of it. And listen, my best friend has made a career out of it. And yeah. she, exactly what I did, she loved. And she just took it all in. I mean, she worked her way up from working the floor to right. the cash register and all the way up to, you know, buying for a company. Yeah. But And she, she loved every second of it. But I'm like, we couldn't have been more different because I worked there for one holiday season and couldn't take it anymore. Kathy, yeah. I loved it. I worked at American Eagle and I did the same thing. I worked for uh, just a Christmas break and I loved it. <laughs> I loved it so much, and they loved me. They were like, hey, do you want to work here, like, all the time? And I was like, oh, my God, I got to go to college. So I kind of can't, you know what I mean? I When I was doing stand-up, I worked in retail. I worked, you know, at a B. Dalton bookstore yeah. to, to get a, a medical coverage. And, um, yeah, I actually did like it. But uh, I could see, the, to Kathy's point... Work at a store through the Christmas rush, and you'll want to die. No, I I loved it, and yeah. I was gonna, you know, it was, but listen, I just talked to people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, and talked to people, and I folded clothes. So, by the way, uh, Casey, here's here's a good suggestion: being a mediocre pro quarterback, okay, would be great. Yes, says Chase Daniels will be in the NFL forever. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So number three on the list: these are worst jobs in America. Uh, newspaper reporter. Yeah, that's a, it's a sh- it's a shrinking industry. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely part of it. Number two, a logger. Logger. Yep, a lot of death. Lumberjack. Yeah, uh, if you will. Yes, uh, they, and in fact, they get um, hit by trees. It is the <laughs> second most dangerous job in America. Oh, wow. There were fifty five fatal injuries and three hundred fifty non fatal injuries among loggers in two thousand seventeen. Uh, since it's such a dangerous job, many companies are looking into automating the process. Of felling trees by hand. Robots with axes. Yeah, right. Here we go. And then number one on this list of the worst jobs in America, taxi driver. Taxi driver, Mm. really? Yeah. uh, Does that that umbrella go over like Uber and Lyft as well? Uh, I think it's because of Uber Uber and Lyft. Yeah, it says uh, because of the combination of low pay, slow employment growth, high stress, and an undesirable work environment has made taxi driving the worst job in America. Uh, drivers work all hours of the day, sometimes in inclement weather, dealing with traffic jams, potentially unruly and rude passengers. And uh, they're, they earn uh, most taxi drivers earn less than $26,000 per year. Wow. See, my buddy was a cab driver, and he liked it, and he he worked his own hours. And then Uber and Lyft started, yep. and, the it, you know, it, it became worse and worse for him. And Did he I, jump on that then? It, it was one of those, if he can't beat him, join him. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine so. All right, interesting look into employment. Apologize if it uh, if it gave you a bad taste in your mouth, but there might be a lot of people that are in these particular industries that are actually being very successful. So hang on to that. Absolutely. Uh, or or uh, maybe get out of that dead end job. <laughs> uh, don't know what to tell you, but anyhow, try to be a pro quarterback in the NFL. If yes. you can. honestly, not? yeah, not yeah. very demanding. Yeah. All right, should, do we have time to take a break and come back for Fox? We do. All right, we're going to do that very thing. But I want to invite some ladies to our sorority party is tomorrow night. Yes, we're at Parks Casino. You have to be at least twenty one years old, and uh, your friend who's going to join you 
has to be at least 21 years old, too. And we're headed to Bar's Casino, 6 to 8 p.m. tomorrow. Sisters and Suds. Yeah. Because we're going to be in the beer garden. It's going to be beautiful. A lot of great things available. Of course, we're at one of our favorite places, Park's Casino in Ben Salem. 215-263-WMMR. Become a sister of Zeta Eta Pi. We'll take uh, eight callers, and we will give you those passes. We'll be back in a moment, going live on Fox, and I also have the beef file on the way. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Mom. Your mom, your mother-in-law, the mother of your kids. What is more important than mom? Show her. Give her a brand new mint green color 24-karat gold dip rose from Steven Singer Jewelers. Roses starting just $59 with free shipping. Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com. Check them out. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR Rats. It's President Steve. We're going live on Fox. Good day. Hi, Let's Preston do it. Steve and everybody uh, over there at MMR. Uh, I have a question for you. Yep. If you found out that your significant other secretly added an ad- adult film channel or channels to your cable plan, Preston, would you be upset that they didn't tell you or that they did it in the first place? I would high-five my wife probably, <laughs> most likely, immediately right after that. Yeah. Uh, I would be curious as to why, and if it is to spice things up a little bit in the bedroom. <laughs> you know, maybe I'd be kind of happy about that, but uh, I don't think I'd get all crazy about it or anything. Steve? Well, we don't get charged because I worked within that industry for a long time, and oh, we get sure. a con- special consideration. <laughs> right. So Do you get a discount? Yeah, we get a discount. It's part of that understanding. Yeah. Uh, that's a short stint, though. Yeah, yeah, short stint, yeah. No, no, I, I, honestly, um, I agree with Preston. Yeah, the, that's uh, if, for that reason, that's cool. By the way, do we have that ability to get that? You, on... you can get... <laughs> like, you can get yes, you for a friend? Well, you can... Yeah. There's no straight channel that is... <laughs> But you can you can order movies that are uh, uh, oh, hardcore. hardcore. Yeah, Wait, yeah. but for the guys, where you guys are like, oh no, I think it'd be cool. What if the people that she's watching look nothing like you? Wouldn't they be well, like, wait I, a minute? Honestly, I don't want to see people that look like me having sex. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> no, I never would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. I would agree with her taste. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That brings up a whole other topic. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, if you are going to order that stuff. No, never mind. I can't even bring it up. Listen, no, 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 no. Listen, I, you know what we, I'm saying. We had uh, we what have, snacks we had, would you have? Bert, we had Burt Kreischer in our studio, great comedian, yeah. one time, and he said the thing about pornography is what you what if you do indeed watch that, whatever you watch is nothing you would don't want to actually participate in in real life, oh, most likely. So that's the point. So that's that yeah. might be it. It's more of a fantasy thing, and even if you were presented with that in real life, it might not actually yeah. be what See, you're really into. My my pornography would include someone who doesn't <laughs> doesn't appear disappointed with what I'm doing. Because that yeah. would be the fantasy. Yeah, that'd that be a fantasy, a right? Fantasy. Well, let's go to the expert, Kath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, about time. Thanks, Mike. You know what? Not a significant other, but a friend of mine spent the night, this was years ago, and uh, I got my cable bill a month later and it said oh, oh. massive meaty men on it and uh-huh. i had no idea what it was it took a little investigating and he finally admitted that when he stayed over he ordered it and uh yeah slept on my he couch ordered massive meaty men massive, massive meaty 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 men. yes and you know what we had the same thought what was that but um it's it it's is a mcdonald's uh, documentary <laughs> it is really a heterosexual it's the ray Kroc story yeah. it is a heterosexual uh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you, you, uh, I guess you, you feel, I don't know, that like uh, maybe you're projecting yourself into that situation and you are the yeah. massive oh. meaty man, you know. Or oh, men. Okay. Or yeah. men. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alex, you well, know what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm not friends with him anymore. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to wrap it on this hump day. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, he Mike. had to, he had to. By the way, it's Mike, Alex's Mike. birthday. Did they tell hey! you? Hey! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hey, thanks, guys. I love you guys. We love you, too. All right, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. All right, there you go. Porn on Fox. Good day this morning. I wasn't you sure know, if I could say that title Massive meaty men? I know. Yeah. I'm glad you did. I think that's... Well, our, our, our rules are a little different than TV rules. It's weird. Well... This is the the one segment that when I you know like pick kids up from school where hey Mr. Fosbender I <laughs> I saw you on the news today uh-huh. you know so um, it's well now today you can yeah. say did you hear Kathy talk about massive media <laughs> men is that when you go how are things at college Bill case flip these two because okay. it is after eight o'clock and just barely after eight and I want to make sure that we get this in ninety three three WMMR Philadelphia fund you too fund you. So we got a keyword for you. It's MMR's Fund You 2 Nationwide Contest, and the keyword is recent, R-E-C-E-N-T. And you have until 8.15 to enter that via the text, or using text to our special contest short code number, which is 45911, or... You can enter it using the MMR mobile app or the contest page at WMMR.com. You do it that way, and you'll be entered for a $10,000 grand prize. So I don't know why you wouldn't want to try it that way. So the word is recent, R-E-C-E-N-T. And we're going to call you if you're randomly selected. You win $1,000. Complete contest rules available at WMMR.com. So good luck from A&T, Subaru, and WMMR. Once again, the word recent. Oh, my God. Was that you? That was, that was me. Awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Sometimes I can stifle a burp while still talking. And that time you couldn't. That was not one of those times. <laughs> but it was beautiful. And it, it, it was amazing. Thank you. I want to hear it again. Yeah, yeah I mean, you will. sure we I will. Promise. Let's get a look at you. <laughs> Jeez. I promise you before... Nine o'clock, you will hear that again. Let's uh, <laughs> let's take a look at traffic, Kathy. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> there's a lot happening. <laughs> it was awesome. Let that sink in. All right. 295 northbound between 656 Mantua and uh, Thoroughfare Woodbury. Exit 20. We have two lanes that are blocked. There's an overturned vehicle there. Uh, we do at least have one lane open now at this point. There's a gaper delay on the southbound side. That's pretty heavy as well. Uh, 42 Freeway northbound. So it's 41 to 295. 55 northbound jams from Deptford to 42. 309 southbound at the Pennsylvania Turnpike. An accident there in the left lane. Uh, Route 1 out in Bucks County southbound at Rock Hill Drive. An accident just cleared from there. 95 northbound, slowing from Chichester Ave to Curlin Street, Cotman to Academy, a disabled vehicle now gone. Southbound is jammed. Cotman through to Gerard 420 to the Commodore Barry Bridge on the Schuylkill Expressway. Eastbound, that's heavy from 202 into Gulf Mills. The Blue Route to Belmont, the Boulevard to the Vine on the westbound side. Passyunk to South Street, the Boulevard to Belmont, and then the Blue Route out to 202. We've got a power outage in the city, North 7th Street, between Race and Vine. Traffic lights are not working there because of the power outage. Also, a local Vine being affected by that. This traffic report brought to you by Giant. Giant is expecting competitor supermarket coupons on 
top of their already low prices. It's just one more way to save big at Giant. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, let's dive into the Bizarre A File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Drexel's Lebeau Online MBA. Drexel's Lebeau Online MBA is, design, is designed, I'm sorry, for the future of business. Visit drexel.edu slash online MBA to learn more. So sometimes I have so many bizarre file stories that I don't get a chance to get to one that was intended for that day. Yesterday, this story was intended and I didn't get to it. But there's been a follow-up, so I'm going to dive right into this. I'm sure you guys have seen it by now. A bar-hopping bunny. Yes. Who claimed <laughs> that he was defending a woman when cameras caught him in a downtown Orlando brawl Easter Sunday. Might, might not be so innocent. Really? Turns out the man in the suit, 20-year-old Antoine McDonald, is wanted in New Jersey in connection with a vehicle burglary last fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also recently a person of interest in a carjacking and two armed robberies in Pasco County. So this guy's had uh, multiple grand and larceny. I don't know. If it's, I don't know if it's grand larceny or what, but but yeah, he's he's a person of interest in one, and huh. he's, he's wanted in connection. That's with a bad bunny vehicle burglary. So McDonald could have uh, relished in anonymity. His face and his identity were hidden by the pink nose and the tall ears. It's a full bunny costume. It's adorable. But after the video went viral, he spoke to multiple media outlets, including TMZ. He even created the Instagram profile, Bad Bunny of 19. Idiot. And uh, he says he's not a violent person. He said, I'm the type of person to avoid fights by any means necessary, but in that situation, I would fight any day. I just steal cars. He said that he and a few friends were out for a Sunday fun day. It being Easter, they made the obvious choice to hit the bars while taking turns wearing a bunny costume. To him. He said, I saw him spit on her, and then I saw, you know, like a fight breakout. So I just ran over there. You son of a bitch. Uh, he said he ran over, not even thinking that uh, he was still in the suit with the hopes of breaking up the fight. But uh, that when that led to the man getting on top of the woman, he started laying uh, onto the man with a few uh, literal rabbit punches. <laughs> uh, the fight was quickly broken up by Orlando police, but no arrests were made. So this guy has been charged with a couple of counts of robbery, possessing possessing a firearm during the commission of a felony. Here comes Peter Cottontail to put my foot up your ass. And some other things. So we'll see if he ends up uh, facing the music in those cases. Doctors in uh, Shenzhen, China, mm. recently performed an emergency endo- endoscopy to remove a 13-centimeter metal spoon from a woman's uh, duodenum. Duodenum. Uh, duodenum. Uh, duodenum. You yeah. would know this, right? Yes, I, I've, been, no, I've been having all this crap. I had yeah. not heard of a, of a duodenum before, but uh, it's, your, it's in your throat. Yeah. She accidentally swallowed it while trying to dislodge a fishbone from her throat. The reckless patient, known only as Lily... Uh, reported swallowing the stainless steel spoon before the Qingming uh, Festival. Of course, that's when everyone eats their spoons. But uh, she didn't bother going to the hospital until four days later because she didn't feel any pain in her stomach. So, you know, you just <laughs> swallow a spoon. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. I'll just crap it out. Uh, she had apparently tried to use the metal spoon to remove a fish bone. It become lodged in her throat accidentally. It slipped and went down her throat. Why didn't so, she use like an M80, Preston, to get it out of there? The woman thought it was too much trouble to go to the hospital right before the Qingming Festival. I don't know, Miss Qingming. So she went to see a doctor about her problem four days afterwards. When she arrived, they ordered an x-ray, saw the large metal spoon stuck in her, in, in her how do you say it again? A duodenum. Duodenum. Uh, as the spoon was in a somewhat horizontal position, the doctor said we carefully uh, had to adjust it before pulling it out vertically. The metal spoon had caused swelling and erosion in the pain patient's duodenum. 
Uh, but doctors were able to remove it, and following treatment, the woman was discharged and expected to make a full recovery. If I were her, I would have done this. I would have gone over to where they do the car wrecking, uh, done a handstand, <laughs> passed the electromagnet over my ass. There you go. Just yeah. pulled it right out. <laughs> A 21-year-old construction worker in India miraculously survived after an iron rod pierced through his skull. Senyan Bahe said that he fell down while doing repairs, and that is when the rod pierced his skull from the right temporal region of his brain to the left frontal region. Uh, He was taken to the hospital immediately, and the rod was removed without any major damage. Fortunately, I'm completely fine. (laughs) Wouldn't even know anything happened to me. Dr. Uh, Pramod Giri. I feel great. Uh, Bai's neurosurgeon said, I performed this surgery with all caution so that uh, the damage to the surrounding structures shouldn't happen. Uh, Giri added that uh, the rod missed a major vein in his brain by millimeters. Well, what about the brain itself? Uh, he's now doing fine and being monitored uh, for any post-surgery complications. You've had many stories like this, and it just you, you think there's a lot of meat packed into the human skull. How you end up missing something? I'm, I'm friends with a neurosurgeon. He yeah. told me a story recently of a guy who took an axe to the face <gasps> that got into the brain oh, as well, God. and by all accounts... He's okay. Wow. Sometimes it just doesn't... Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't hit the right spot, so very interesting. A woman from the United Arab Emirates has regained consciousness after spending 27 years in a vegetative state. 27 years. Uh, Munira Abdullah was age 32, and she suffered a traumatic brain injury after a car crash. She was riding... uh, She was hit by a bus. In 1991, but last year, following rehabilitation in Germany, she began to make noises as she tried to call out to her son Omar after hearing him arguing in the hospital room. Days later, she uttered his name for the first time in decades, and now she's able to recite prayers and hold some conversations with her loved ones. Please tell me David Hasselhoff is still alive. Omar revealed uh, her miraculous recovery in a new interview with The National, describing how... Uh, he was flying with joy when she began speaking again. He described how the accident occurred when he was four years old and needed to be brought home from kindergarten because there was no buses available. Wow. Uh, but in April wow. 2017, uh, she was um, uh, the crown prince of Abu Dhabi had heard of her case and sent her to Germany where she could get these treatments. She underwent surgeries, repair her muscles while being given medication to improve her sleep patterns. And around a year later, she began making a stra- strange sounds and she started coming around. Yeah, how do you, so, so there was a medical treatment that helped her. You have to do a tremendous amount of stuff to keep the muscles from atrophying completely. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, she's able to call the names of her, of her loved ones now. So that's, that's pretty wild. Uh, okay, follow up to a horrible story. I'm sorry that you guys, uh, I'm sure that you guys saw uh, but the woman caught on camera throwing away seven puppies in yes. a dumpster in Coachella, California. She was arrested Monday. They got her. On charges of animal cruelty. Yeah. Deborah Sue Colwell was charged with seven counts of felony animal cruelty after allegedly dumping the puppies into a dumpster near an auto parts store. Just callously throwing them away. 90 degree weather on Thursday. And now the viral video, of course, is out there. She was seen getting out of a white Jeep, throwing out the puppies who were in a sealed plastic bag <sighs> into the trash and then quickly driving away. An employee of the store called Animal Services after a passerby discovered the puppies. Uh, They said the puppies were about three days old and are believed to be terrier mixes, and they're so small they still need to be bottle-fed. They're adorable, by the way. It's just dumb. It's so dumb. It's just dumb. It's either dumb or cruel. Yeah, Yeah. cruel. You're you're, you're just a sick bastard. Because, I mean... Even if you don't like dogs or anything like that, uh-huh. it's pretty damn easy to just go drop them off at a shelter yes. or a veterinary clinic. So 
This woman's an idiot. Glad they got her. And that is what I have in the B file for you this morning. All right, we'll take a break. Don't forget, we have a secret text word this morning. Your chance to win tickets to Trevor Noah's Loud and Clear Tour, May 3rd at the Met. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. A text word secret to 39333. And you just might win. We'll be back in a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Muse. Everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WNMR. Okay, we're going to have a chance to win some prizes. This is something that I asked to do. It's vanity, folks, because I, not that long ago, was, uh, I found like an online quiz yes. about Game of Thrones. And it was like, if you can get 16 out of 18, you're an expert. And I'm like, Pfft. I'm a sucker for those. Me TV has those all the time. I love them. And I love them. I went on, and this was about the, the sigils. Of the houses of uh, of Westeros, and the sigils are essentially it's a sign. It's your yeah. it's your banner yeah. for your, your house. And if you could pick out these, uh, you know, then you're an expert. Well, I did it, no problem. I just missed two. I got 16 out of 18, and one of them they were wrong. About. Oh, really? Oh, yes, for sure. So I think actually I got uh, uh, 15 out of 16. So you think your your Game of Thrones game is good? I think so, man, because I rewatched it for a second time, and I did it in a fairly concentrated manner. I started off slow, but the, over the last month or so, I've been watching episodes every day, at least a half hour of an episode, so I get to watch half an episode each day. And I, I'm, I'm pretty confident in my knowledge. So I asked you guys to come up with a quiz for me about the show. And you, the listener, can call in with a chance to win. You don't even need to know anything about Game of Thrones. Call in. I'll answer a question. You can agree or disagree with me, okay? Uh, so so don't tune away if, if you're not into Game of Thrones. 215-263-WMMR. We have a variety of prizes. Steve is going to ask me a question. We had we had our, our Game of Thrones experts get together and come up with some questions for me. Nick Murphy, who unfortunately has a really nasty sinus headache and is not here today. Uh, Beth Gardner... Uh, what's her married name now? I've forgotten. Gardner. I've always known her as Gardner. What's that, Kath? Isn't it La- Laffrey? Lafferty? But anyhow, Beth, our yes. good friend, is also an aficionado, and she gave me this incredible book a few years ago for Christmas uh, and uh, all about uh, Game of Thrones. And uh, Nick McElwain went through, and they found questions and gave them to Steve. So, so uh, yeah, the uh, so I, uh, I'm only, I've only seen like five episodes. My wife is on a tear. She's absorbed in it now. She got way ahead of me, and now I'm left in the dust again. But that's another story to talk to our therapist about. But I will say this. People who watch this show, even just in a general way, not with the fandom that you do, seem to know a lot of the minutiae. Yeah, I I think it's the, and this is my humble opinion, I think it's the greatest TV show ever made. It's it's more than a TV show. It's it's essentially a movie every week. And a dessert topic. And a dessert topic. It's, it's, it's incredible. So, uh, I've I've gotten to know more of the the characters and the locations and things like that as I've watched it in the second viewing. And then let me tell you this. I'm going to watch it again. Really? I'm going to watch the whole thing again. I'm not going to do it right away. But I could start again on episode one and be just as interested as I am right now. Do you want to put a different spin on it? Watch it as a reflection in a mirror just to give a different angle. Just a little different. It just looks different. Well, this time around, I've done it as exclusively as my exercise uh, um, program because I I have an elliptical machine at home. If you have a piece of exercise equipment and you want to force yourself to use it every day, find a show that's got 
tons of episodes and and has a, a continuing story and force yourself or make a deal with yourself that you will only watch it while exercising. It's a great idea. So honestly, I bet you you'll stick with it. It's done it for me. That's how I booked through Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so there are yeah. a couple of seasons I got caught up and I... I to look forward to that also times out right, especially if you're dealing with like a like a cable show, you're going to get about 50 minutes an hour, yes. I guess, on average, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead. Uh, I do it for my ex- exclusively for my cardio. I watch yeah. I watch Game of Thrones. Uh, President, yes. if I can make an, a, a suggestion yes. on how you should play this game, I think you should follow the Mark Summers uh, the way he does it. If I don't know the answer, give sound like I'm giving a confident answer. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I can do right, that or play not. it the way that feels comfortable. Case, I will try. Casey, are you you watch? Yes, I do. I do. The only reason I say that is is, is because it's not like we have a ton of prizes to give away. So I don't want to just okay, be giving away right. things willy nilly. Well, I've been told these questions are pretty difficult. Yeah, Marissa so and Kathy, I'm, do you watch? I mean, Kathy and Marissa, do you watch the? Uh, no. All right, I'm I may be really embarrassed by this, and I and I may be uh, overstepping my bounds by saying that I know a fair amount. I have read the books too, so <laughs> right. this isn't going to be all, like Tron. This is all from the show. No, yeah. I no, can't. That, yeah. I, I don't quote it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The, the thing we is, very impressed by that, Steve. Yes, I, I've watched every single episode, but I'm I, I'm not. Uh, really keen on all the little min- minutia stuff like that, that Preston is. And gotcha. I, I don't remember everybody's names and all that. I just, you know, when I'm watching, I'm like, okay, I understand the tone and tenor of everything going on. Did all we right. say that these are from the TV show and not the books at all? Yes. From okay. the TV show exclusively, Nick. You've, yeah. uh, and I, I know you oversaw this. I hope you're confident with my uh, asking these questions here. Uh, they, they look like they're, for, for me, not knowing 99% of this, uh, I it, they look pretty uh, pretty good, and some right. are formidable, and some look like they're gimmies. All right, Press. Do you want any like other music besides this? Or? Oh, I don't care. I don't okay. Care. This I I love this theme. Yeah. By the way, there's a really cool version uh, that is that's done. Uh, Benioff, one of the showrunners, uh, got uh, Nuno Pet- Betancourt, the guitarist, and Tom Morello, and I forgot another really famous guitarist together, and they did a version of it. It's great. Okay, I'm ready. You yes. ready? Yeah. Let me yes. get let me get a caller on the line. I have Dave. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Hey guys, what's going on? Yeah, buddy. Do you watch Game of Thrones? Uh, well, my wife watches it. I kind of watch it out of the corner of my eye. While okay. All right. It's all good. Like I said, you don't even need. You just got to agree or disagree with me. All right, Steve. <clears throat> all right, we're going to go with the first question in, in the order here. Everything looks pretty well laid out. All right. A common misconception is that House Lannister's motto is a Lannister always pays his debts. Right. What is the actual motto of House Lannister? Pretty sure it's hear me roar. All right. Dave, you agree or disagree? I agree. That is right! There you go. They do say uh, a Lannister always pays their debts, but that's not the official slogan of the House. All right. All right. right. What a good start. All right, Dave, for you, we have a case of Yards Pink. Yards Brewing Company has been crafting quality ales right here in Philly since 1994. Like Pink, a sparkling tartanberry ale, now available year-round in bottles and cans. You can, you can find Yards Pink at Canals Discount Liquors in Mount Ephraim, or Ephraim, however on, you say it. By the way, I'm wearing my uh, my House Stark shirt today All with, right. with the, the Stark sigil on here. And I posted a picture of me a little while back wearing the House Greyjoy shirt with a sigil. And, like, people actually got mad at me on social media. Why? Because it's not really a favorable house on the show. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a cool-looking logo. I also, I, I also have a Lannister shirt. How dare you me? Bastard. You right. son of a bitch. Moving along. All right. Let me get another caller. It is uh, Bob. Hey, Bob, good morning. Good morning. All right, Bob, you just started watching Game of Thrones, right? I did. I just started. I watched the first two episodes. So, um, <laughs> All right. Well, you relying, to... relying on the, your kindness. 
All you got to do is agree or disagree. Here we go. Next question. All right. Who has been married more times? I believe it's pronounced Marjorie or Marjorie. Marjorie Tyrell or Sansa Stark. Who has been married more times? Marjorie Tyrell or Sansa Stark? Okay, well, it, it depends on your definition of married because in Westeros, if you haven't consummated the marriage, technically it doesn't really count. All right. Uh, so I am going to say married more times because Marjorie married Joffrey and she also married Tommen. Sansa married uh, Tyrion and she also married... Peter Baelish, kind of, sort of, or no, no, no. She she married uh, Ramsey. I am gonna say I, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Marjorie, Marjorie Tyrell. And then Bob's got Bob. Do you agree or disagree? I, I'm gonna have to agree. Okay, that is correct. Marjorie says it's listed here as having married Renly Baratheon. That's right. She married Renly, too. Joffrey Baratheon. But Renly's gay. Tommen Baratheon. While as Sansa married Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion, Tyrion and Ramsay Bolton. Correct. All right. I mean, you win, Bob. Hang on. Bob, check this out. You have won a table for mom and up to seven guests for a special Mother's Day brunch with Godshaw's Turkey Bacon hosted by myself. And Jackie Bam Bam is going to be Sunday, May 12th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Mummers Museum. And this includes a tour of the museum, crafts for the kids, flowers for mom, all of that stuff. And uh, if anybody else is interested in winning uh, a table for you and your mother and um, everybody, uh, you can go to WMMR.com, keyword Godshalls. All right, let me go next to Kyle. Hey, Kyle, good morning. Good morning. All right, Kyle, you watch the show, right? Yeah, I'm halfway through uh, season three. All right, might have an edge here with the agree or disagree. Steve, what's the next question? All right. I'm going to skip that one. Well, let's go with this. <coughs> All right. Uh, th- uh, and don't worry about the mispronunciation. No, no problem. The names yes. and, and places are spelled very strange. All right. The Mad King had three children. What were their names? This is all three of them. The Mad King had three children. What were their names? Rhaegar, Daenerys, and Viserys. Uh, do you agree or disagree, Kyle? What was that again? Rhaegar, uh, Daenerys, and uh, Viserys. Those are the three kids that uh, the Mad King, who, by the way, was Ares Targaryen. I will agree. You agree? Okay, you agree. All right. That answer is correct. Thank you. There you go. 100% so far. What Peanut does Kyle butter. get? <laughs> Peanut butter. All right. You got a pair of tickets to see Aziz Ansari, May 14th at the Met Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale uh, this Friday. I okay. It. Uh, I got it. You, all right, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, and tickets are on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. Why is the music not working? What the hell is going on with this crap? Oh, oh, I got it. yeah. All right, next caller. Let's go to, uh, is this Eddie or Edie? It's Edie. Hi, Edie. How you doing? Good. So you've watched the entire series twice like me? I have. I love All right, you. So you're going to know this a little bit better. Edie. All right. Here's my question. All right. Here's the question for Preston. It is six dire wolves were given to the Stark children. I know all their names. Name four of oh. them. If you want to name all six, go ahead. I'll tell you all of them. Okay. So <laughs> you have uh, Ghost. You have Grey Wind. You have uh, Shaggy Dog. Summer. Nymeria, 
and uh, Lady. All right. We got to go to Edie to agree or disagree. You agree or disagree, Edie. He's absolutely right. Damn right. That is right! Nice job, Edie. What do we got for? All right, Edie, we got a case of Yards Pink. Yards Brewing Company has been crafting quality ales right here in Philly since 1994. Like Pink, a sparkling tart berry ale now available year-round in bottles and cans. You can find Yards Pink at Roger Wilco in Pensauken. See, some of the, the younger kids named them like Shaggy Dog and Summer. Scooby-Doo. And Scooby. You can tell the older ones <laughs> yeah. were... were ni- ni- no, not Nymeria. That was... Uh, 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 that was Aria that named it, but but Grey Wind and Ghost were named by the older members of the family. All right, now, cool. Now, yeah. Preston, name two of the interns in the other room. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby? Yeah. And Ben. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're on a roll here. All right. Let's go to our next caller for our right. next question. All right. It is, uh, I'm going to go to Darren. Hey, Darren, good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? All right, Darren, you've never seen it. Doesn't matter, right? Doesn't I agree. Okay. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Let's right. try it out. Next question. All right. <clears throat> what was the name of Stannis Baratheon's attack on King's Landing? What uh, was the name of Stannis Baratheon's attack on King's Landing? The Battle of Blackwater Bay. And, uh, Darren, do you agree or disagree? Absolutely freaking totally agree. Brother. There you go. That answer is... All right. Wow. Means you win. Hang on, Darren. All right, Darren, you have won our final case of Yards Pink. Yards Brewing Company has been crafting quality ales right here in Philly since 1994. Like Pink, a sparkling tartberry ale now available year-round in bottles and cans. And you can find Yards Pink at the Yards Brewery and Restaurant at 5th and Spring Garden Streets. I feel very satisfied right now. Yes. Yes. I see your pants are down. All right, let me go <laughs> next to listener Derek. Hi, Derek. Good morning. Hey, Grandma. Hey, Grandma. All right, so you're you're watching her on season six right now? I am. You enjoying right. it? Very much. I can't wait to uh, catch up. All right, excellent. All right. All right, let's try me out. What you got, Steve? All right, our next question. Thakar? Is that how it's pronounced? Morgulis? Oh, uh, Vagar Morgulis. Vagar Morgulis right. is a Valerian phrase meaning all men must die. Mm-hmm. What is the common response oh. and what does it translate to? You, you got to one that, that I ought to know, but the pronunci- pronunciation of it is so strange. Ballpark with translation will we'll give you a, 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 a correct. Uh, all men must die. It's a Vakar Margulis. Yeah. Uh, it's a Valerian Vagar, phrase meaning Vagar all men Margul- must die. Uh, yeah. Um, Damn it. Just after I said how confident <laughs> I feel. So you just want the translation if I can't get the... Uh... Listen, get, get, what is the common response and what does it translate to? Give me the tra- give me the translation of the response. It will give you a, uh, a you know... It it means, essentially, uh, make sure you brush your teeth. <laughs> Derek, do you agree or disagree? I would disagree. So. Okay, Steve? <laughs> yes, that is wrong. I, uh, yeah. I can't believe I don't know that one. It's, it's, a, it's a standard. Valar... Dar do Harris. Valar do Harris, okay. Which means all men must serve. Oh, I see. thought it was Sayedal on Kong Kong. Sayedal yeah. Kong Kong. Yeah. Which Don't. means finger blast now. Yep. Sorry. I'm, uh, but, hey, but Derek wins. Congratulations, yeah. Derek, on that gimme win for you. You have a pair of tickets to see Aziz on sorry, May 14th at the Met Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. 
All right, Valar Margulis. And what is the response, Valar? What? Valar Joharis. Joharis. All men must serve. All right, we have like one prize left. One That's prize it? left. Yeah, because Price right, is I'll, so I'll, damn good at this. I'll chuck a few at you, yeah. you know, afterwards yeah, if you thank want. thank you. Thank All right. you. All right, Ryan, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, hi, it says here you only watch when your girlfriend has it on TV. <laughs> Yeah. All right. That's but all right. You, you, Derek, Derek didn't watch it all, and he won, okay? Yeah. And Preston's record has been pretty good here. So, all right. <laughs> all right. There's some mother effer names on this. I know. I know. Uh, Daenerys Stor- uh, Stormborn. Yes. Of House uh, Targaryen. Targaryen. The first of her name, Queen of the Andals and the First Men. Yes. Protector of the Seven Kingdoms, the Khaleesi of the Great Sea, yeah. the Unburnt. The Breaker of Chains Correct. and the Mother of Dragons had three dragons. Yes. What are the names of her remaining dragons? Her remaining dragons? Yes. Vacares and Dracar uh... Noares. <laughs> and High Karadias. Dracares, uh, Vizarian is the one who died. And then the other one was named after Cal... Uh, not Trogo. I'm going to give you the, uh, that It was named after Rhaegar, so it's... Uh, I think it's Regaris. Dracaris and Regarin or Regaris. Um, All right. Uh, that's up to uh, our caller to agree with or disagree. You agree or disagree, Ryan? I agree. All right. All right. I have Drogon and Regal. Oh, wow. Whoa. So she just says Dracaras to make him shoot fire, but his name is yeah. Drogo? So that would be incorrect. Son of a bitch. All right. That All is right. a mouthful of crap. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah, uh, Dracaras is the command. See, I always thought it was his name. No, that's the uh, command to breathe the fire out. To put on the Dracar. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it when she says that. <laughs> you smell kind of Dracaras. bad. Dracaras. Yeah. X body spray, ho! Muskis. Now I'm embarrassed. After Aramis. I was all confident, I missed two in a row. <laughs> Jupe, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get another I call. I want on. your bod. All right, I got Mike. Hey, Mike. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. They're testing me. You ready? Yep. All right, here All we right. go. This is a little bit a sort of a hybrid question, but it does, I think you would know this. Amelia Clark and Lena Hetty played the same character in an iconic sci-fi franchise. Name the character. Um, I'm not answering that. It has nothing to do with Game of Thrones. All right. Yeah. Okay. Nope. All right. Take a guess. I, um, uh, in a sci-fi series? Yeah. Uh, and they play the same character. I couldn't even begin to tell you. Sarah about. Connor. Okay, oh, yeah, I, I didn't know that. That's why I saved that one uh, for the for last. I call right. no fair. Let's go. I call uh, no fair. Too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no fair. No, they are. I agree. No fair. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you, my heart. You win. <laughs> Here is a question for you, Preston. Who is the father of Gilly's baby? Who is the father? Oh, oh, oh yeah, Craster. Of- Okay. Craster. Mike, do you agree or disagree? I agree. Yeah. That is correct. Right. Who the hell is Gilly? Gilly is Sam Wells' um, kind of a partner right now. She's the girl who's, she was a wildling. She had a baby. Uh, Craster was her father. He, uh. he had he had incestual relationships with all his daughters, and whenever it was a male son, he'd send it out to the White Walkers to be killed. Right. Yeah, it's pretty okay. messed up. What is we, what's we got for Mike? All right, Mike, you have our final pair of tickets to see Aziz Ansari. Wow. It is May 14th at the Met Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. All right, and that's our last prize, right? Yep. Okay, so you want to do it? Throw a couple questions? Yeah, I'll throw a couple just for, fun? just for fun. And by the way, I love the actress who plays Gilly. She, they purposely... 
Sometimes, you know, the cast, uh, there's there's a lot of beautiful people in the cast. Yeah, yeah. But they also pick out some very average-looking people as well to kind of fill out as the non-nobles. Right. And she's one of those, and she's great. She just has this kind of very average look about her, and uh, she's great on the show. You are so average. Yes. <laughs> it's right. true. It's true. Who is Lord Commander of the Kingsguard at the beginning of the show? Lord Commander of the Kingsguard, uh, that would be uh, Sir uh, Barristan Selmy. That is correct. Thank you. Mm. All right. What were Lyanna Stark's final words to her brother? The final words. Lyanna Stark's final words she, to she, her brother. Well, she first says, is that Drakkar? No. <laughs> uh, I think she says um, he'll kill him. She's talking about the baby and yeah. Robert Baratheon. Um, her to be husband is going to kill this baby because it was born from some, someone else was the father. But I, th- I think that's what it was. It says here, promise me. Oh, oh. promise me. Promise me. Promise yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I am a Weston of, of uh, Westeros. <laughs> Weston of Westeros. Bill Westeros. <laughs> yeah, Bill Westeros. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right. We don't, have to, you don't have to keep music on. Oh. Okay, go ahead. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna knock through a couple of these. What's the motto of House Greyjoy? Uh, what is dead can never die. We do not sow. What? That's what it says right here. We do not what? What's the motto of House Greyjoy? We do not sow. S O W. I've never heard that uttered one time on the show. I heard right. them. They always the, say, "What is dead can never die." They said, "So very old one, so like the wind, so, so like, like the, the wind. wind." Yes. All okay. right. What deity do Iron Islanders worship? Uh, wow. What deity? Oh, uh, the drowned god. That is right. There you go. All right. Let's throw a couple. We could save these for another time. If you want, want one more? Yeah. Let's All one right. More. One of us. All right. I don't want this one that much too easy. Even I know that. Um, Let's go with this. Do you have any location ones? Well, I guess that last. Well, no, it wasn't. I studied all the locations. All the locations. <laughs> you studied? <laughs> all right. Well, I looked up some info. I already knew it. I all right. All right. Uh, Don't worry about it. Just ask it. How many sense. streets are there in Rutledge? <laughs> Nine. <laughs> I can't. Uh, five. Uh, uh, oh, my uh, shoulder hurts. Sorry. <laughs> what, is, what last name? <laughs> what last name is given to bastards born in Dorn? Sand. There you go. Yep. Done deal. Done deal. Done deal. Wow. Not bad, right? No, not bad at all. Okay. Are you happy with the questions? I, I am. That's they're, uh, they're Nick re- McElwain, Nick Murphy, and Beth. They're they're legitimate. I'm a little. Uh, that was stupid of me not knowing the names of the dragons. It's a big part. Uh, not knowing the final words of of uh, Lyanna Stark is a little. That is a little super, super detailed. Doesn't she fart too? Isn't that the last thing? Well, that's yeah. usually everybody's final act. Is. Promise me. <laughs> oh. uh, so. What was that? The sound of a dragon sigh. Mean? Wait a minute. What are these texts coming in? Preston, you suck. Preston is terrible at this. What? How many of those did I miss? Three? Maybe? Out you of got all those? The, the vast majority. Come on. All right. Get, get, who's that texter? Get rid uh, of those text boards. Yeah, there's two of them that, that texted in and said that. I I, th- I thought I did pretty damn you good. You did very well. All right. Anyway. Red best. I didn't I didn't know the dragons. That was dumb, and I didn't know Valar Mogulis, uh the uh, the response. Those are the two things that, that were not quite gimmies, but I 
as a as a big big fan should have known. So that. Nick McElwain, there were some intricate questions here that he got right. I think that was kind of a uh, an impressive display. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean he did really well. And uh, tell me how many of the books you've read, Preston. Uh, I've read all but the Dance of Dragons. Okay. So I've read what is that five? And do you think that your knowledge of the books helps with your knowledge of the television show, or does it interfere with it? I it, I I read them so long ago. Oh, okay. That I can't, haven't really. I, I don't remember all the plot points. Did you read that? how Tyrion got his groove back? No. Okay. Uh, That's a good one. There is some pr- pretty interesting things, like uh, like Catelyn Stark comes back to life. Yes. In the books. Yeah. Some fans, some diehard fans of the books, are disappointed in the TV show because. She's been not a part of the TV show for a while. I was reading. Yeah. I've read a, my share of articles on on you know. I, I stay even though I'm I'm not watching. I I stay peripherally aware of what's going on. And and more than one critic has said, and I'm a fan of both the books and the TV show, say that they are very happy with what the TV show has done. Yeah. in fleshing uh, everything out, and that in, in many ways there there are little uh, intricate improvements. Listen, yeah, there are I, things that are cooler. Yeah, I love the Harry Potter universe, and I love the books, and I love the movies, and I you can love both yeah. of them separately, and and just appreciate for them, you know, for both of what they are. I was hoping you were going to ask me to name the uh, the Valyrian House Swords. I think that was on there. Is it? Yeah, because okay. I know. Well, not the Valyrian, but the the swords of the houses that you know, like uh, you have uh, Oathkeeper and Longclaw and uh, Heart's Bane and Widow's Whale and Ice. I know all those. What are the two things that can destroy a White Walker? Oh, uh, I know. Valyrian steel and Casey and Dragon Glass. Dragon Glass. Yeah. Hey, I knew Obsidian. that one. Yay. Yay! All right, here's one for you. All right, where does Caldivor keep his Theraflu? No. <laughs> No, I just made that. In the medicine cabinet, of course. I like Caldivore, though. Yeah. Theraflu yeah. does kind of play right into that. <laughs> Hang on, Nick Murphy was uh, was listening, and he texted, you did amazing, nice work, dude. I made some very tough, and you got them. There you, you go. Thank you, Nick Murphy. Yeah, I would like to do the same thing, because I read the books and watched all the episodes. With different strokes. No, with, uh, well, that was my joke, with small wonder, but anyway. <laughs> Could you do same it? Same idea. No, God, no. Could you, well, with the, M- now the Marvel... Once we get past Endgame, no. do you want to take a crack at it? Yeah, because you just rewatched every single movie. Yeah, I know, but uh, maybe, maybe. All right, complete this name. Iron <laughs> Maiden. God <laughs> damn it. You were so close. <laughs> it does begin with an M. It does. All right, we should take a break. Yes. Let's do that very thing. We'll come back in just a moment or two. Don't forget secret text word. Trevor Noah coming to the Met. Text word secret 39333. We'll be back in a moment. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, a couple of stories that I saw that were worth uh, bringing up at some point today is what I want to get to. You know, I kind of I noticed these. You did oh. notice these. In case he stepped out. He of stepped the, out. The he, he didn't notice you were going to go to the noticer. I don't think I have. Do you have my... the uh, proper noticing attributes to enhance the noticer experience? Nah, I don't know where it is. Oh, man. He's coming back Here in. Comes yeah, Casey, I mean, he just he here comes Casey. You just noticed that he heard you talking about the noticer. Sorry about that. Um, no, it's my fault. It's Casey's fault. I uh, noticed something that I forgot <laughs> before the break. You're the forgetter. Yeah. So this was an interesting story. You ever notice uh, that you come back from having your car parked out on the street and uh, there's a big chalk mark on your on your tire? Yes. yes. That is from the uh, parking authority. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's how they keep track of how long you've been parked there. In fact, I'm not exactly sure exactly how that system works. Neither. I think no. what they do is they... If they go by color or I what? Think it would have to be color, right? At what time yeah. they put the mark on? I think it's wear on the tire. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was wear on the tire. Cass. Oh, 
if it moves or not. Yeah. Okay, that's an interesting thing. I've seen thing. them do it. Yeah. It's a it's a little stick with a, a nub of chalk on the end of it and uh yeah, there's a photo of it up in the studio and, yeah. and they just usually do it right near the top. Yeah. And uh, I've had I've gotten tickets as a result. So mm-hmm. how are they remembering where the mark is? Yeah, so like is is the mark they, it, same same place in the tire every si- time. Oh, same place. All right. So, but what if I park at you know six o'clock and and the car next to me parked at seven o'clock? Is it? Yeah, I don't know. You know, like is there a mark on the? So that's what they should do. We might not the, have. We might not have to worry about it anymore. Oh, really? Yes, okay. because uh, apparently the people that have been marking your car have been violating the Constitution, according to a what? federal appeals court panel. How about that? When uh, I saw this, I was like, wow. A, I didn't realize they'd gone that far up the chain. A three-judge panel of the 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Cincinnati reinstated a 2017 case brought by Allison Taylor, who was issued 15 parking tickets in three years in Saginaw, Michigan, by the same parking enforcement officer who's described in the suit as the city's, quote, most prolific issuer of parking tickets. (laughs) So Taylor argued that making marking tires with chalk constituted an unreasonable search under the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution. What? Uh, But a U.S. district judge in Michigan dismissed the suit in 2017, writing that even if chalking a tire is a search, it's a reasonable one because a piece of chalk isn't an information-gathering device. That could violate Taylor's privacy, say, like a GPS tracker, for example. Right, right. Uh, two of the three members of the appeals panel on Monday agreed that Chalk and Tire is a search, but they disagreed that it was a reasonable search. A U.S. Circuit judge, Bernice Bowie Donald, wrote that when drivers pull into parking spaces, the city commences its search on vehicles that are parked legally without probable cause or even with so much as individualized suspicion of wrongdoing, huh. the touchstone of the reasonableness standard. Moreover, overstating your welcome at a parking space doesn't cause injury or ongoing harm to the community, she wrote, meaning the city is wrong to argue that parking enforcement is part of its community caretaking responsibility, potentially justifying a search without a warrant. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so, and then there, by the, by the very act of parking and them chalking your tire, they've, they, they're saying you are now under... Um, surveillance. surveillance. Yeah, I guess so. I, right? I, I, yeah. How about also, you just... but in case, just another thing. Yeah. Just the act of putting chalk on the tire. What if you have like you know impeccable impeccable tires? tires. <laughs> oh my exactly. God. Well, yeah. how about this? Tires. Just put a parking meter there, and then you know all bets are off. Or and, spray yeah. paint on the side of the car. What time it was parked there? So uh, just a couple of weeks ago, twelve thirty-five. <laughs> there you go. Just a couple of weeks ago, and I don't want to say where I was because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Uh, I was um, parking somewhere that was uh, timed parking. You can only yeah. be there for two hours, and I was going to be at said establishment for at least three hours. All right. So after about two hours, I came, and the worst part is, like, as soon as I parked, the parking guy was there. So I'm like, oh, man, this guy knows exactly what time I got here. So I can't even, you know, I, I can't even fake it a little. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, so. Two hours later, I came back out to my car, and there they were, checking the chalk on the tires. And so I said to the guy, I go, hey, if I pull all the way out of this spot and then back back into my spot again, I go, do I get an an, an additional two hours? He goes, you're pulling all the way out? And I'm like, yep. He goes, well, I didn't see anything, you know. So so that's that's what happened. I I pulled all the way out. 
But I think that would require a conversation. Like, I think if yeah, you had just yeah. done that on your own mm-hmm. and then use that as an excuse, you'd right. get the ticket. But Yeah, and he was there to validate that you left the spot and came back. Uh, but the point that I wanted to bring up was that the chalk on my tires, just from, you know, pulling out and up, I don't even know, like 20 yards or whatever, and then pulling back, chalk was off my tires. It really? Just off. It, it, just, off. it just wore off that my quickly? tires. That quickly? Yeah. All right. It was pretty crazy. It's useless then. You could also... You know, once they chalk your tires, you go out and wash the chalk off. Hmm. Always keep a little thing, <laughs> you know, wash my tires. Mm-hmm. Keep some armor all on you. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Well, they always got this. Shine it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the, in fact, this uh, this justice wrote uh, that there has been a trespass in this case because the city made intentional physical contact with Taylor's vehicle. When uh, Saginaw is, in, while they are entitled to regulate public parking, the manner in which it chooses to do so is not without constitutional limitation, according to this judge. I found that very interesting. I'm sure a lawyer sat and came up with that uh, yeah. that particular idea and that, that strategy. Well, yeah, have you, uh, now, I, I now very frequently use the uh, the app on my phone for parking. You know, you, you pull in and you have the, uh, the, the, parking, the parking meters, meters there. I've never used it. I use it constantly. Yeah. And it works very well, actually. You know, so you, you pop it on. You end up, I think in the long run, the city probably ends up making more money because, you know, you... Um, I'll put in a, a couple of minutes. I, I can terminate it. You know, at the point you get back in the car, I'm, I just forget hang, to do it. Hang on. So you can pay through your app? Yep. All right. Then how do you get the little ticket that you put in the so window? What, they go by, and I guess they they hop on the app, and your, uh, your yeah. tag is in the system. So they can call up your tag, and then it, they can see uh, that you are currently oh God, uh, on the app, that. and you, you paid for your deal. So whenever you see, look <clears> at the, the meters, look for... You know, look for that little number and the yeah. app. The app is on it, and it's. Uh, and, and what do you mean that little number? I there's, don't... there's like a number. It'll be like, like nine seven two three zero eight, and that's that zone. That's that zone where you park. Oh, at. and you enter it. You enter there. that, okay. and, and and more often than not, it will recognize um, where you are. Uh, you know, so so this is the app. It says meter up, and so right there, it'll show where you are, yeah. and it'll give you the, the the closest numbers on those. Uh, yeah, that's the sign up there, Preston, on the screen. And uh, and oh. it's very easy. Yeah, I think Wildwood has something similar to that. I mean, and essentially that's why they have the free beaches because they have all that metered parking. And I may be wrong in stating this, but I thought there was also a fee that you could pay there that would pay for your meters for for the entire season. So I, you pay like I don't even know, like two hundred well, bucks or something I, like that. And I, I would hope more beach towns offer that because I've gotten the ticket in Dewey, and we've talked about this in the past. But uh, Dewey parking, they are. So in control and so clamped down that if you are a minute over or you're parking in a spot where uh, you shouldn't be, you will get a ticket and often get towed. Wow. And that towing fee is 300 bucks cash. Yeah. You're not getting your car out of the lot wow. unless you bring in $300 in cash to where they've towed your car. There are, some, place, there are some places that are really, really militant about it. Yeah, and Dewey, Dewey Beach is one of them. Uh, let me go to Brian. Brian, good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Good. What's up, bud? Uh, I was talking about how they when they put the chalk on there, I see it a lot down in Wilmington, um, where they'll put the chalk on the tire and then they'll put it the same spot on the ground so they can see if you've moved your car at oh, all. Oh, so they match up. Okay. Uh-huh. So they match up. I got gotcha. uh, you. Also, they also do it at bars as well. And then they'll pull you over. They'll see that chalk mark on your tire and they'll pull you over and say, oh, how was your night out at the bar? And then they'll pull you out and do the whole test there. Can they oh. put chalk on you? Just to see, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one at the bars, that one seems like uh, it might be a little violation of your your rights as well, doesn't it? Yeah, well, they they stopped doing that in Pennsylvania now. So about a year or two ago, and they stopped that. 
What yeah, do they do at the bars? there's a presumption. They, they'll, they'll mark your car and with chalk if you're parked outside of a bar. So they will use that as an indication oh, as to whether or not really? you've been drinking, oh. which makes sense. However, it's a, in my yeah. opinion, maybe a violation of your civil rights because you could be in the bar as a as a DD or whatever, or just be in the bar and not drinking, or you may not even be in the bar. There's, there's exactly there's yeah. no. You may just be parking in front of the bar and going to that wonderful little dry cleaner down the block. Yes, Nick. everybody yeah. likes that dry cleaner. Yeah. They right. offer up These uh, are uh, alcohol. <laughs> but interesting, and, I, and I'm wondering if this will spread uh, nationally, and uh, you won't be they, they won't be able uh, to use the chalk anymore. Yeah, mm. I, I'm 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 sort of down with that. I I don't want them right drawing on my car. Yeah. Uh, another story that I noticed this morning. The noticer. Yeah, this one's really interesting. This one's good. Uh, a Florida judge has issued a new order. Establishing criteria that must be met before prosecutors in the state can release to the public video evidence related to the prostitution case involving New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft. This is... Uh, Essentially, the video is going to come out eventually. They believe so? Will you watch yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, there's certain criteria, and if the criteria is met, uh, it's going to be out. I mean, if if you actually get to see uh, uh, eruption, but if it's under a blanket, you know. No, I would imagine that they will, any offensive parts of it, they will censor. I would zoom in. Uh, police prosecutors have said the video shows the 77-year-old Kraft paying for and receiving two sex acts on consecutive days in January at Orchids of Asia Day Spa in Jupiter, Florida. He's pleaded not guilty to the misdemeanor charge in the case. But last week, um, the judge agreed to temporarily delay the release of video, but the ruling Tuesday from Judge Leonard Hanser extends that delay until four criteria are met, and they are A, the judge rules, the ju- the trial juries uh, being sworn in in each case, B, the cases resolving by plea agreement, C, the state no longer pursuing the charges against the defendant, or D, at any other time at which the court finds the fair trial rights of defendants are not at risk after notice to the parties right. and hearing thereon, which means... After the case is resolved. When it's done, or after the juries have been sworn in, they can release it. And and even if there's a plea agreement, the video is going to come out. All right. So does that mean they do this with like all similar cases or just high profile? Ones? Well, evidence in these cases, a lot of times, this stuff is 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 you can the public can view yeah. this, you yeah, know, especially it, in Florida. In Florida. So yep. in this case, however, uh, they're going back and forth. There have been a couple of inaccuracies inaccuracies about this story, from what I understand, that the the staff was basically um, slave labor kept. Mm-hmm. There was was actually not fully correct, or not even remotely correct. Now I don't know if it is correct, but they're they're going back and forth on that. So there, I think any way that his lawyers can gum this up and try to keep this footage from being released, it's a seventy seven year old dude getting a handy, mm-hmm. two handies. Yep, uh, and uh, or a mouthy, or a mouthy. Yep. <laughs> not a buddy. No, just well, I, don't know. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. Uh, but what about it? Uh, it, it? You know, a lot of times this foot. Uh, Listen, if it's really good and hot, <laughs> then maybe. But otherwise, I don't know if it's it's something I'm going to, you know, really make a, a beat a path, no pun intended, to see. No, but I, I would. If the, it's a dude's a billionaire. Yeah. And he's a football team owner. And he's, you know, he claims to be, you know, I guess a, a great human being. And, uh, you know, he's out doing this. I uh, Hell yeah, I want to see that. Absolutely. Uh, the judge's criteria are intended to protect the defendant's rights to fair trials, but does mean the videos will eventually be released, even if the defendants reach a plea deal. 
pay-per-view? Uh, Kraft's attorneys have argued that the release of the videos would potentially represent an infringement of the billionaire's rights. Uh-huh. So they're working on that. How this all came to be anyway is staggering. That not one person who you assume he has handlers, no pun intended, said, hey, Why don't dude, we get somebody to go to your hotel room? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We're going to get someone who's in this line of work that is their, their whole thing is discretion. Yeah. Maybe yeah. This As opposed easier. to a strip mall. Yeah, or, maybe he just liked this place and it was easy. I mean, he's, he's a 77-year-old widower. Yeah. Uh, and I, honestly, I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm a, if, if you're 77 and you're single and you want to go get a handy at a strip mall, go for it. Yeah, yeah. So what is the what, so the crime is simply the act of getting the yeah paying handy. for sex yeah 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 paying for sex it's illegal in right. Florida yeah yeah he can go to Vegas and do that all, or all do, you, Nevada. why didn't he go to Vegas why didn't he go to Nevada Nevada he can afford it, it. yeah mm-hmm. all right here's another story this is a uh, this is a heartwarming story uh, an old man getting a hand job. <laughs> A Wichita church took on a special task this Easter season and paid off medical debt for thousands of people in Kansas. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Pathway Church said that uh, it took some of the money it uses to help those suffering financial hardships and some of the money used to promote its Easter services, and it used those funds to pay off. They paid off $2.2 million in medical How amazing. Uh, for, uh, for residents of Kansas who fell into the hardship category. Isn't that great? How did they get the, uh, was all from, from donations? Uh, they worked with a place called RIP Medical Debt uh, to target the 1,600 affected, 500 in the Wichita area. RIP purchases medical debt for pennies on the dollar. Uh, therefore, one penny can pay off a dollar of debt. A dollar can pay off a hundred, and a hundred can pay off ten thousand. They said. So I don't know how they pull that off, but they do it. Okay. Uh, the church said instead of receiving a flyer in the mail to invite them to Easter services, more than a thousand Kansasans received a note that read, "We are Pathway Church. We may never meet you, but as an act of kindness in the name of Jesus, your debt has been forgiven." And they sent them out. So yeah, Steve, I guess they just did it from their own. Uh, donations or whatever they've they've had uh, yeah. that the church owns. So That's I, amazing. I thought that was a nice, feel-good story and something uh, really cool that they decided to do, to just pay off people they don't know and uh, and pay off their medical debts. Would they be one of Preston's heroes? They'd be a Preston's wow. hero. Wow. For sure. Do we have a hero- heroic music of uh, some sort? I do, I do. Uh, I'm just going to have to give me a second. You should use the Game of Thrones thing. Type to, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, here you go. Oh, my God. Preston's Heroes. Preston's Heroes. People making the world a better place. Today we celebrate this church that paid off medical debt. Pathway Church. What about that hero you tweeted about? There's Uh, another hero there. Yeah, I I, I don't tweet often at all. But when you do. Uh, But uh, but I saw a story this morning that I I had to share. It was really cool. This is is in Alabama. Uh, This group of guys, they look like they're maybe in their 20s or something like that. Okay. Uh, so anyhow, right. I think they're at a restaurant. Uh, they're at a restaurant, yeah. and they see an elderly woman uh, eating by herself. And one of the guys is like, uh, in fact, pull up their names here, Nick. It's uh, Jamiro Howard and his friends uh, uh, J. Michael Barker and Tay Knight went for a meal at a restaurant. And uh, Howard noticed a woman uh, sitting alone. He said, my thoughts were, dang, I'd hate to have to eat alone. Uh, and then he thought about the situation. He went over to the woman and asked if he could sit with her for a while. We talked for a minute, and while talking to her, 
He said uh, she told me that she lost her husband and that tomorrow would have been their 60th anniversary. So I instantly gave my condolences and then asked her to come eat with us. And they sat down and they had a great time. And uh, he had said, this woman changed my outlook on life and how I look at other people. That's wonderful. Yeah, it was a really cool little simple act of kindness. And And she lent them her last $20. (laughs) For gas? For gas. That was nice. No, that's, and there's a beautiful picture of them sitting at the table. And here's here's a one. So, you know, she's a day away from the 60th anniversary of her (laughs) husband who passed away. Yeah, yeah. So that was was pretty sweet. Sometimes, you know, just simple little gestures. Yep. Casey picks up tabs for meals from time to time. Yeah, you see somebody I, by themselves. And, you know, when I see old people um, sitting by them, listen, when I'm eating by myself, don't worry about me. I'm good. Yeah. I, you know, that, in that fact, is, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. That, <laughs> that is an absolute choice, and, and it's a pleasure. But when I am when I see that, like, it sort of breaks my heart because I, I start to, like, tell myself you stories. You tell yourself a story. Right? And, Unless they're the same as you and they just want to eat alone. Yeah. yeah. And, and that might be the case. So I, I don't ask them to sit with me or anything like that, but I will anonymously... Why don't you come back to my hotel? I'll anonymously <laughs> pay for their meal. I tried to do that with some police officers the other day, and they refused, and then I felt like a jerk afterwards. Like, what? I, I, I just want... I didn't... I didn't want them to think I was bribing them or anything like that. Oh, like you know? a pre-bribe? Yeah. yeah I, you I just gave them the big wink. You were like, hey. Yeah. Right? And, then, and then the uh, yeah, this yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then the, your, your tongue and your cheek. Right, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. No, did, did, I, they I say, did they say thank you, no? Yeah, yeah. Or, they, they were okay. like, no, thank you. Or, and But uh, I, I just, because I, I don't do it as often as you do, Casey, and I think it's really nice when you do, but I, I sort of went out on a limb and they're like, no, we can't do that. Thank you anyway. And I was like, oh, man, I shouldn't you, have tried. You know what's wonderful to do, Nick? If you sometimes if you see an old an old gentleman or an older woman at a, at a restaurant and they're eating alone, you go up to the register and you go, that, she's paying for my meal. <laughs> <laughs> And, Absolutely. And then you leave. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then they're like probably so she was, they don't yeah, even know. Yeah. They're like, did I say I Steve, know? Steve. <laughs> they she, just want the she, she was too embarrassed to say Yeah. yeah. Um, she's so sweet. She <laughs> said she wanted to do this for me. And I, <laughs> I said no. I said no. Old, yeah. And by the way, can I get it? I want just my lobster dinner to go. <laughs> she I, I just had soup and a, a roll and it says $58. <laughs> Yeah, well, the, the guy you, you bought, the, the, ball, the ball guy, it was just a... He said so. Yeah, and I don't remember. Seabass said this was like... <laughs> 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 All right, uh, I noticed another story or two here. Uh, okay, this is interesting. Uh, the hotel chain that starts with an M that you know very well. How would you pronounce that name? Marriott? Right, Marriott. Okay, just wanted to hear you say it. Yes. Uh, that's not how you pronounce it. Is it Marriott? It's Chardon. It's not Marriott. It's it Marriott? Nope. All right. Mm. Uh, are any of the letters silent? No. Is are... it Marriott? <laughs> no, there's no rolling R's. Okay. Uh, it's a family name, okay, of the company's founder who started the business in 1957. Another and... guess, May Riot? Uh, nope, in Arlington, Virginia. And now Marriott International is a global enterprise, most recently opening in the St. Regis in Hong Kong. And the Marriott team says that if you're pronouncing Marriott correctly, it should actually rhyme with chariot. Marriott. Marriott. Well, that's Marriott. right. That's what Marriott. I say. Marriott, right? No, no, you're you saying just, ought. You said ought. Marriott. 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 Oh, Marriott. really? Okay. Yeah. All right. You want to Marriott? Yeah. yeah. You don't. You don't say chariot. chariot. Yeah. yeah. It's chariot. 
Okay. Marriott. Marriott. Well, they could go to hell. Uh, but it says most of people pronounce it with a hard ot at the end. But um, And they will refuse service if you don't say it right. They will deny you service even if you've had a Once you go hop on your months. chariot and get out of <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I will say... Um, it's pretty pretty standard place, you know. I feel like you can't go wrong with a Marriott. They're solid. Really They're very can't. solid. Mm-hmm. I'm in their rewards program. Are you? Because well, because we stayed there a few times, and I was talking to a friend of mine, and and you remember the movie Up in the Air, where he's like, you really should look into the, uh, you really should mm-hmm. look into the, the rewards yeah. programs, and because you get you know you front yeah. of the line, they give you little gifts, you get some discounts every now and then. If you, if you if you go enough times, you get a free couple of nights. So I'm like, you know what? It's right. If I'm going to be staying at hotels, I may as well be getting something out of it. And I've always liked to stay at a Marriott, and they have them uh, all over the place. Did they just Marriott? Did they just purchase Sheridan? They yes, Sheridan is in the Marriott, Marriott family. family as well. Marriott, yeah. Marriott, Marriott. Marriott. You love it so much, you're going to marry it. There you yeah, go. that's a great way to think of it. It's a way to remember it. In fact, when we were down in Clearwater, there was a Sheridan across the street and the Marriott we stayed in. No, we stayed at the we Sheridan. We stayed at Sheridan. And the Marriott across the street. But there's yeah. both yep. the same company, yeah. same deal. Yeah. Correct. All right, uh, something else. Let me see. Something else from the noticer. Uh, I have two stories that have to do with pigs. Oh, man. Uh, Real pigs or just disgusting people? Pigs are are bacon and sausage. You can pick. Which one do you pick? Uh, Bacon. All right, bacon and sausage. We'll start with this. Bacon and sausage uh, fuel cancer twice as much as previously thought. Casey, you just had, you did an audible jerk. Like, huh. Like, I just, like, a shot ran through your soul. You know, because... I for a little while there, like uh, bacon's sort of been like s- something I've been eating for breakfast every day, uh, and it's it, it's the number of diets have said that uh, bacon's a good source, uh, you know, uh, of protein. Uh, protein yeah. and I, what, what was the the what was the trendy diet that really had people socking the bacon Bale- away? Uh, paleo was it paleo? No, keto and stuff a like keto, that. Keto, yeah. bacon, oh. yeah. Uh yeah, because the the fat and protein a lot of times come together. Um. Yeah, they, they're they're saying that that's okay if you, if you balance it with a low carbohydrate. Right. Blah, right. Blah, blah, blah. The peculiar thing about bacon and myself is, I don't, like, it's not like it's my favorite. You know what I mean? Like, I, uh, it's not like I gravitate towards it. Like, I don't get bacon cheeseburgers because I think that right. the bacon overpowers the taste of the burger. Or, um, I'm a sausage. I'm, I'm a fan. If, if given the choice of bacon and sausage, I usually go for sausage. See, and I, that's on this list, too. I was getting the turkey sausage pretty consistently here okay. at that manja, but um, this is nothing against manja. The quality of it was inconsistent. So, yeah. you know, some days I liked it and some days I didn't. So I was like, you know what? You know, bacon is pretty standard. And- it, I, I I have it rarely. Yeah. I, and, and honestly, at home, we, uh, you know, uh, it's the God shawls that we use. Yeah. Uh, my wife is a big, you know, turkey loves, bacon. thinks pigs are cute and the whole deal i got it that's cool oh, so she'll only eat the turkey bacon yeah only that's the same with my daughter she I hate loves regular, pigs i hate regular bacon i always have my entire life never ate it um and i used to love sausage now i don't so i don't wow. eat either well good because you have less of a chance of bowel tumors oh perfect uh, what if because you want it raises them, the risk of bowel tumors by a fifth preston when you have your sausages do you do you, uh, now i've always preferred them a little overcooked a little uh, crispy bacon or uh, sausage? Uh, well, actually, both. Both, yeah, yeah. No, not necessarily. Yeah, no, I like, I like, I like my orange juice crisp. Okay, <laughs> uh, but I do prefer links over patty. Sausages. I do as well. Yes. Uh, so anyhow, uh, the World Health Organization ranked the meat alongside uh, cigarettes in 2015 when it classified. You can't eat cigarettes. Carcinogenic <laughs> to humans. 
Uh, they warned that 50 grams of processed meat a day, uh, which is, says two rashers or one and a half bangers. Where you know do you where think this, this story came out of? England. Yeah. Uh, increase the risk of bowel cancer by 18%. Jesus. What's that blood thing that they eat over there? Is it blood sausage? A blood sausage. Oh, it's so gross. Oh, my God. Any, I know, Preston, you like a lot of that stuff. You're you're like... Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not I'm not too... I, the blood sausage is good. I mean, it, it's not too far off from Scrapple, to be honest, I think, but... Mm-hmm. You know, like when Spam, when Spam, is, again, when it's done up and it's a little crispy and a little overcooked, to me, that's... When I, when I was a kid, I, I kid you not... The edict for my mother, when and I was not a big pork fan. I've never been a big pork fan. But when we had pork chops, she would incinerate mine so much so that I could cr- crack that's, off pieces that way. That's not fun. I know, but that's the way I like to eat it. Yeah. Um, so when we were in um, Ireland years and years ago, every morning the re- the uh, hotel we stayed at, I had the same breakfast. It was eggs and some blood sausage and a uh, like a grilled tomato. Hmm. And I enjoyed that. Yeah, actually. and uh, and I think they had some bangers as well. If you, you want to call some them. bangers with your breakfast, where <laughs> <laughs> you from? You're from America, aren't you? Yeah. You get bowel cancer. You get bowel this. cancer. How big do you want your tumors? Uh, the risk of bowel cancer rose by twenty percent with every twenty-four grams of processed processed meat people ate each daily. So they recommend instead asbestos. That, that you go with fresh chicken and fish or swapping meat for uh pluses like beans and lentils. Mm-mm-mm. Uh for your standard meal. They also found that eating fiber in breakfast cereals and bread cut the risk of bowel cancer, uh, but alcohol increased it as well. So I so, need to get more fiber in my diet. You know what I love I, I um, on the weekend I eat it all the time. Oatmeal, love oatmeal with that's uh, a good source of fiber, right? Absolutely mm-hmm. with yeah. with, uh, with cut up almonds like and uh, pork sausage <laughs> 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 and bacon ground up in it, and then I you know, ladle some spoonfuls of uh, Crisco on it, uh-huh. and I sprinkle little chunks of asbestos on top. Uh, okay, so that's all I have notice wise. Although that's I all from the noticer, but well, I did notice we <laughs> we have an audio clip. Yes. From earlier this morning, <laughs> when I was, I think I was uh, getting Kathy to, I was throwing the, the traffic report, uh, <laughs> and I had a little moment, so here's that. Once again, the word, recent. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Who's that you? <laughs> <Man>. Recent. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy moly. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, not only did I burp, hold on, wait, not only did I burp, I went, <laughs> Yeah, we have that moment isolated. It sounds right like it's auto tune. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yep. Just leave channel on. <laughs> <laughs> I like the music. Do <laughs> 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 to repeat that over and over? It's musical in nature. It sounds auto tune. Yeah. Yeah. It's like T Pain. Jeez. P-Pain. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay. What are you going to name that? Preston well, Burp? <laughs> well, uh, I'm... Uh, he's, ed- I, he's editing it I'm right editing right it on the fly here. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. yeah okay. You just want yeah, to loop uh, it and loop it and loop it and... Now, now, now uh, copy the whole thing. Okay, yeah. And then add call. that onto it. <laughs> 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 oh, my God, I have a heart attack. Uh, okay. <sighs> Okay. And now each time you do it, it'll give yeah. you five times. Here, Here we go. <laughs> I 
think I might have beat Nick on a mouth on a mouth noise. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it though. Yeah. Play the play it play it in context again. Okay. If you don't, yeah, uh, the fun holding. hasn't even started yet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Once again, the word recent. <laughs> oh my god, was that you? <laughs> it's like when you play the whole clip of of Nick's uh, yeah cup. <laughs> it just doesn't sound like it happened. No. in real life, no. it sounds like it was inserted into it. <laughs> Oh, dear God. I love it. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, We'll come back and some more Bizarre File stories to share with you. That's on the way. Stay with us. Jackson's Jeep Club and Spirit Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram presents MMR's Mother's Day 2019. Get dirty and get your Jeep on at Bridgeport Speedway, Sweetsboro, New Jersey, Saturday, May 11th. 15 bucks per Jeep gets you in and a go at the custom dirt obstacle courses and mud pits. Join us for another great day with our Jeeps in the dirt and mud. Plenty of room for spectators, too, with free parking. There'll be hundreds of Jeeps on site, Jeep parts to win, and you can even score MMRBQ tickets. Plus, cool vendors and food trucks, including Two Street Sammies and DHY Motorsports. MMR's Mother's Day with Jackson's Jeep Club at Bridgeport Speedway. Tickets on sale now. WMMR.com for complete details. From Spirit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're selling excitement at 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We're going to get to the Bizarre File now. Now. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Let's get right to these stories. I showed Kathy the video of this yesterday. Uh, The Philippines were hit with a 6.3 earthquake uh, that sent buildings swaying and people running for safety. But one of the more bizarre videos of the earthquake so far has has to be the footage of water pouring out of a residential skyscraper in Manila's uh, Binondo District. According to local reports, that water is from a penthouse swimming pool. Guys, it looks like Angel Falls. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. And you, 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 first you try to say, what what the hell is that? And then you realize, of course, it's it's a rooftop pool. The building called the Anchor Sky Suites is relatively new. If you guys find the, the video of that, roll, here you go, Casey. Look at this. Take okay. a look. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, it's relatively new, and it didn't officially open until 2015. It's one of the tallest buildings in the area and is credited as the tallest building in any Chinatown around the world outside of China. Another video shows the uh, the opposite angle of the building as water cascades down. Thankfully, the earthquake didn't cause a tsunami, at least not from the ocean. Uh, the water only makes it about halfway down the 625-foot structure before turning into a wind-swept mist. Uh, and it's just wild. The earthquake uh, was centered about 37 miles northwest of Manila. There was a few people that did die in it, unfortunately. Have you guys ever stood underneath <laughs> a, a significant waterfall? Yes. And feel the, the, well, the pressure of it? Oh, yeah. it it's, it's wild. Yeah. Uh, moving, you, we tend to not really believe the power of moving water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if you get into a stream or something, that, yeah, I, I can manage that. Once you start to feel it coming down, and, and the mm-hmm. weight of water coming down on you, from a fairly yeah. active waterfall will surprise you. We did it in Jamaica, and I remember standing there. You know, I'm staying with my head under as well, yeah. and my face is in this grimace, and I'm like, oh, this is great. God, so much fun. Ah! It's like somebody repeatedly hitting you on the head with a sledgehammer. This is so romantic. Oh, this is great. I just want to regret we came here. Quick question with this story. Uh, how much water was uh, removed from the pool from the earthquake? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. A Texas pizza restaurant was closed for the weekend after an employee reportedly put laxatives on a pizza Friday. 
Uh, that's, cause, a, that's a that's a topping you can get? Causing a co-worker to get sick. Oh. Uh, the incident happened at Mr. Jim's Pizza in Springtown, Texas. Uh, police said that somebody notified them that a Mr. Jim's employee posted on social media that they put Miralax on pizzas. Thank God they're so stupid. Uh, three employees at the restaurant put Miralax on at least one pizza, which was eaten unknowingly by a co-worker. Uh, the employee who ate the uh, food got sick. Uh, police said they questioned the three employees who made the pizza, and they denied putting any laxatives on any pizza purchased to the by the public. Uh, police said they contacted cool. they contacted yeah. the restaurant's owner and the health inspector who uh, pulled Mister Jim's health permit as well. Uh, the restaurant will remain closed until it is reinspected this week. Yeah, a uh, pepperoni and mild, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, MMA fighter Joyce Vieira has been pictured attacking a man after he allegedly exposed himself while she was taking part on a photo shoot in a photo shoot on the beach. Uh, Vieira was posing for photos in swimwear. When she claims the man performed a sex act on himself. Unfortunately for the man, he probably didn't realize that she is an amateur MMA fighter. Whoops. And man, did she dish out some br- brutal punishment. Photos posted to Twitter show Vieira attacking the man in a rage. She said, when, <laughs> she said, when I looked over there, he had his shorts down and was standing on a path where people pass all the time, including children. Uh, she reported the man to police, and he was subsequently arrested for committing an obscene act, although he claims he was simply urinating. She said it's very strange because uh, he's going to be in the same city as me, and who knows, he might be in the same places. Which that... one is the one where you orgasm, Preston? Is that urinating or no, self-pleasuring? That's, that's, uh, that's a different one. Okay. Uh, that's why I've received an innumerable, innumerable number of messages from women saying that in similar situations, they didn't file a report because they know the suspect would end up being released, but she did. And the guy was like really kind of just right there. Yeah, yeah. All right, one last story. Yeah, that... All right. Uh, actually, I haven't even... Well, we'll save them for tomorrow. Authorities say a vulture caused a crash that killed a married couple as they rode a motorcycle in southern Kansas. Yeah. Those things are huge. Yeah. Uh, the Kansas Highway Patrol says the bird came out of a ditch Saturday afternoon and struck a 42-year-old Brandon husband in the head on a rural road about 13 miles northwest of a town called Medicine Lodge. The motorcycle then went off the road, struck a barbed wire fence, and overturned the... Uh, patrol said the husband died at the scene. The wife died at the hospital later on. So that's Oof. scary. I think he was a, a veteran too. Had been over like seas in Afghanistan that's and all that stuff. And terrible dies this way. All right, that's what I got in the bizarre file for you. We will take a break, but not before we get a winner for the secret text word. I know the phone lines are still a little clogged up from our giveaway a moment ago, but we'll clear those lines. And Kathy, give me a number caller, please. Eight. Please, I said please. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> you also. I know. I also did this, if you want to <laughs> reminisce about that. Uh, <laughs> call number 8 at 215-263-WMMR. It's a banner day on the show. We'll be right back. <laughs> like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 933 WFMR. <laughs> uh, Eve 6, is that who that was? Is that who we were playing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just uh, I took my frustrations out on a piece of furniture here in the, uh, well, in the studio. Two things. If a anyone repairs chair. office furniture, please get in touch with us. And <laughs> if anyone knows the ticketing procedures at Hershey Park, let us know. The ticketing procedures? Yeah. Kathy had a question. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, thanks. 
No, I just my my chair has been falling apart, and I've been trying to fix it. And I finally I had it, and I kicked it across the room. Well, no, I I thought mm-hmm. it was a simple swap out, but this thing, no. this is death waiting to happen. It's pissing me off. This is this is this is the Grim Reaper and Staples coming right together. Then, and my, my shoulder, the the tear in my and my rotator cuff started acting up. It's pissing me off. You know what though? It's, what it's really about is the tear in your soul. I know it's ripping me apart. You're tearing me, me apart, apart, Lisa. All right, uh, we need to go to the phones get a winner for our secret text where we're looking for a caller, and it was number eight, and that is Maggie. Let's say hello to Maggie. Hi, Mag. Hi, Preston. How are you? Um, yeah, don't ask. <laughs> he just <laughs> he's got a problem with his shoulder, and his chair was attacking yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? What do you want from me, Maggie? <laughs> Actually, I want from you a word, and what is that word? The word is headband. Headband oh, is... Yeah. Yeah. Hang on just a second, Maggie, because we we are going to give you some tickets. Uh, well, I guess I'll look up here. Uh, we'll give you some tickets to... Westeros! Uh, at the bottom. There we go. There uh, to... Uh, to... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Trevor Noah's... Hey! Loud and clear tour. <laughs> Look over here! <laughs> May 3rd at 10 p.m. at uh, the Met, Philadelphia. And tickets are now on sale at uh, Ticketmaster.com. We also grabbed a random texter, and that is Phyllis Hudson. Hey! <laughs> Look over there! From Mount Ephraim. And uh, she is getting the same thing. Do you say Ephraim or Ephraim? I say Ephraim. Yeah. I say Ephraim. You say Ephraim? All right. Let's call the whole thing off. So uh, we have tickets for uh, Phyllis as well. So congratulations. Uh, We're going to do the lesson question today. Going to give away an Avengers Endgame pack, uh, which is tickets and some other tchotchkes that go along with this. So the question that I have for you this morning, I haven't had a chance to really take a good look at these yet, so I apologize uh, if you're going to buy some lonely old person, uh, if, if you're going to get some lonely old person to pay for your dinner, what should you get to go? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. If you're going to get some lonely old person to pay for your dinner, what should you get to go? 215-263-WMMR. You heard it. You know it. Then you should call in now. So do that very thing. And we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, Steve. I'm sure you got some stuff for us this morning. What is it? I do. Nearly $12 million worth of fake championship and team rings were seized by U.S. Customs and Border Protection officials. Investigators say the rings were not professionally done, noting that the team name Mets was spelled with an L. (laughs) What? Yeah. Handless for Britney Spears denying reports that she's receiving electroshock therapy for panic attacks. The stories began circulating after pictures surfaced of Spears sitting in a hot tub with the George Foreman grill. Oh, my God. Can't do that. And finally, 35-year-old Scott Disick and 20-year-old girlfriend Sophia Ritchie might be heading for a split over her desire to have children. From what we understand, Richie is not looking to raise a family and just wants someone to play with. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All righty. We'll see if you know the answer to this question. Uh, if you're going to get some lonely old person to pay for your dinner, what should you get to go? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Mark, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Mark, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good, buddy. All right, so if you're going to get a lonely old person to pay for your dinner, what should you also get to go? I would like to have a lobster dinner, please. That is correct. Hang on, bud. 
Well, Mark, we have the Avengers Endgame prize pack, including a pair of Midwood Fandango tickets to see the film, a lunchbox, T-shirt, sunglasses, more, plus a pair of tickets to see Marvel Universe of Superheroes, which is now open at the Franklin Institute. Explore Marvel's legacy through immersive uh, set pieces, original artwork, movie props, costumes, and more. An exhibit for the hero in all of us. You can get tickets today at fi.edu. Music news time. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, where do we begin? I got a few different things here. Let's start with uh, the band Bad Wolves. Yeah, Bad Wolves. They're actually looking for a new song to cover following the band's massive breakout success last year with its rendition of the Cranberries classic Zombie. And originally scheduled to feature a guest appearance from late uh, frontwoman Dolores O'Riordan. She, of course, passed away sh- while the sessions were going on, actually. She was actually going to talk about driving over to a, to the recording studio. Yeah, the single launched shortly after her death in January and went on to top the rock radio charts and sell a million copies. Bad Wolves have been working on their sophomore LP and are now apparently seeking fan input on a potential new cover song. The band wrote on Twitter... We're really close to wrapping up the record, and we can't wait to drop new tunes on you guys. But here's a question. If we did another cover song, what would you guys want to hear? So they're going to take some suggestions from people. Um, Press, does Rush do any covers that... um... They they actually did a whole album of covers. Oh, really? For fun. Uh, They did, like, Summertime Blues and uh, The Seeker and and a couple of songs that they... It was kind of weird. I didn't really like it. Okay. Um, they did it just for themselves. They did it for fun. Uh, these are songs they liked, and they put it out, and it didn't really do too much. You never they... did them in concert or anything like that? Um, no, I think they've done The Seeker in concert okay. before. Yeah, in fact, when they did the R40, which was the, their their retrospect of their entire career before they wrapped up, their, you know, before they retired, I think they might have played The Seeker that night just to represent that, because they wanted every single album so represented. Seeker's a good song. Yeah, the were sneaker. they were they faithful renditions or did they put their spin on them? No, they kept them pretty straight ahead, right. which was interesting because you're used to all these complex yeah. pieces of music from those guys, and they were pretty simple and straight ahead. So, oh. but it was different, you know. Yeah. I, I know Fish does plenty of covers for they fun. They do, and and, and sometimes uh, it'll maybe be a one off or whatever, but then other times it ends up being like their own, their own. Like so, there's a song by Ween and Ween's. A Philadelphia band and pushed the little daisies. Yeah, so there's a song called uh, "Roses Are Free," and for the longest time, I thought it was Fish's song. And as it turns out, you also thought Quinn the Eskimo was a Fish. Song. I did. Well, yeah. and because I didn't, you know, I'm not. Yeah, it's an old song. It's an older song. Yeah. I didn't know, but um, but what I like about when a band will do covers is when they kind of make it their own a little bit. I right? like I like Alien and Farms cover of Smooth Criminal yeah. more than the original. Yeah. And how about the band? Was it the the Ataris when they did uh, Boys of uh, Summer? Boys of Summer. That's yeah. a great version of yeah. that song. Yeah. So. Black flag sticker on a Cadillac. Yeah. Instead of uh, yeah, they tweaked it a little bit. Yeah. Sticker, but yeah. like you talk about like uh, all along the Watchtower, all the covers are different. Like so, Hendrix's cover obviously is the one I think is the most. I think Famous it's one. I think it's better than Dylan's oh, version of absolutely. it. Absolutely. And, and then Dave Matthews' cover of it is totally different than that. Did you know that Achy Breaky Heart is a cover? No, it is it? Really? Yeah, I always a, thought that was a Billy Ray Cyrus original. There's another band did it before he did, and it was... It was, was it Yes? It was not a hit. It was Yes. <laughs> and isn't it slower? kind of strange John Anderson sang that song. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, you know what? The, the 
the name was different. It was Aiken Breaking Heart. Oh. And he changed it to Achy Breaky, and then it became a huge hit. So. And it wasn't heart. It was fart. Oh. <laughs> My Aiken Breaking Heart. Fart. fart. George Jones. Oh, the, released in 1961. Oh my God! That, that, George Jones is one of the the seminal country music stars. Peaked at number five uh, in 1962. Okay. Wow. Well, I didn't know it went back that far. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. George okay. Jones goes um, was who was um, who's who sang with, uh, with George Dolly Jones? Dolly Parton was in the beginning of her career was a female duet singer with a, a, a legendary country artist. Yeah. I think it was George Jones. I think you're right. I'm pretty sure. And he was kind of a an, you know, an alky and was known to be sort of abusive. He was married to Tammy Wynette uh, from the late 60s to the mid-70s. There must have been a huge age difference. Yeah, I don't know. And then he uh, George Jones died in, uh, in April of t- 2013. Huh. 81. Uh, let's move on. Slipknot's business manager has fired back at Chris Fenn over the percussionist's claim that he hasn't been properly compensated for his years of touring and recording with the group. Last month, Fenn had sued Slipknot singer Corey Taylor, percussionist Sean Crahan, as well as her business manager Robert Shore, and six companies linked to the group, claiming that Shore worked to enrich Taylor and Crahan out of uh, proportion to the efforts and undivided interest to the of the other general partners. Slipknot responded by announcing that uh, Fenn had been fired, and a new affidavit uh, submitted as part of the effort to have Fenn's lawsuit dismissed. Sure, the the manager guy, uh, the business manager, wrote uh, Fenn performed a Slipknot and received a fee for doing so. He's not a shareholder, owner, or member of any business entity he names as a defendant in this action. Uh, Shore described Crahan and Taylor as founding members. Although Fenn has been with the band since 1998 and participated in every single one of their albums but since then. The perception is always he was a gun for hire? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had said, Slipknot said in its statement dismissing Fenn, Chris knows why he's no longer a part of Slipknot. We are disappointed that he chose to point fingers and manufacture claims rather than doing what was necessary to continue to be a part of Slipknot. So they got a new album coming out in August, by the way. Ozzy Osbourne's son Jack says that his father's doing really well. Less than a month after health struggles forced the singer to cancel all live appearances through the end of the year. Uh, Jack was asked uh, was asked for an update on Ozzy's health status and replied, he's doing really well. He's good. He's getting back on his feet. He is. Uh, so he's good. In a separate interview with People magazine, he said his father is doing well, getting back to being his cynical old self, which is always a good sign when he's complaining about n- mundane things. You know he's good, so yeah, he's back to normal. He, what had, was, he had to cancel a bunch of shows. What was the health issue again? Um, His head fell off. No. Uh, that is a good question, Steve. I thought it was... Um, MS? He recovered... No, no, no. no. He, he he was... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he recovered from an injury sustained while dealing with his recent bout of pneumonia. Like, he fell down or something. Okay. Like that. I thought it was something like that, yeah. No. All right, and then one last story. Bruce Springsteen fans are scratching their heads as to the two recent shots of uh, desert trees yes. posted uh, as updates on the boss's Twitter and Instagram feeds. You saw this? I did, and I'm like, <clears throat> I don't follow Bruce Springsteen on that. trees! <laughs> it looked like a Joshua tree or something like that. Oh. NJ.com reported that Tuesday's post ruled out the theory that Springsteen was simply posting a photo in celebration of Earth Day. Uh, according to the report, the timing of the social media posts is somewhat conspicuous. Rumors... Began to circulate in Europe last week about the new album, 
with supposed Springsteen insiders from Italy claiming a new single was coming April 26th. Born to Trees. And a new album would follow in June. And now that's all currently unsubstantiated, but Bruce did say in December that in 2019 he had been taking a break from touring uh, to focus on various recording projects that I've been working on, he said. Uh, Last year, he told Variety his next album was already in the can and featured a production sound that was reminiscent of the expansive tracks produced in the 1970s by such artists as Glenn Campbell, Jimmy Webb, and Burt Bacharach. So that might be interesting. I don't know if that is indeed the case or this is a teaser for that, but we'll have to wait and see. And there you go. That's what I got for you, your music news this morning. We have one more break to take, so let's do that. Come back in a second. Letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. We will get that when we return. Make sure you stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Rival Sons on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, do your worst, is the name of the song. We are the Preston and Steve Show. That is the name of our show. And you are just you. And you worry about that. And you enjoy, do you. Enjoy this beautiful day. It's uh, sunny out and breezy. And today's high about 72 degrees. It might feel just a tiny bit cool, but there's nothing wrong with that. We had a nice warm day yesterday. Afternoon rain tomorrow. Got to see when that's going to be starting. We'll be inside at uh, Park Casino, but I do... I am hoping because we're going to be in our beer garden or in their beer garden, and it's got this really cool retractable roof. Yes, it gives you an outdoor uh, feeling, <clears throat> even though you're inside. So we'll see if we can open that baby up. Uh, we'll do some more invites tomorrow morning on the program. Uh, tomorrow's high about 63, and then some rain expected on Friday. Uh, but Saturday looks good, 66 and sunny. So it's all it's all correct temperatures. I think yeah. it's a solid spring so far. Yeah, I would agree. So, let me see. Thank you to, uh, well, thank you guys for, um, uh, meaning uh, the other members of the President Steve Show, for uh, quizzing me on Game of Thrones. I really wanted to do that. It was uh, Nick McAway, Nick Murphy, and uh, Beth. Yeah, Beth texted me, by the way, Beth Gardner, and uh, she said I did a great job. So. Ah. That was awfully nice. Did a fine job. Yeah, uh, but I, I enjoyed that. I love being tested on stuff like that, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to face off against other people. I didn't uh-huh. want to make it a competition that way. I just wanted to see. How I would do on my own, and I'm pretty happy. Although a couple of gimmies, man, I should have, I should have gotten right, but you know, it, it happens. It does. Uh, so anyway, that's all I have to thank. And uh, I know he's right outside the door, and I'm waiting for him to come in because there he is. Do the letter of the day, and I can't stall anymore. So we'll do that very thing. Pierre Robert is indeed here, wearing his 501 shirt. Thank you. Hey man, how are you? Rocco. Rocco. <laughs> Obado. Obado. I, I, you know what? I'm going to try to come right back at you with things that I don't even because you don't even think about it. You Gibberish. just say you just say whatever is in that in that vessel of yours at any point in time, and I'll try to respond in kind. Thank you, Bilgen. <laughs> I like it's it. Not even a word, but it just came out of my mouth. Rocco Bilgen. Yeah, it's a porn star. I like Rocco it. Bilgen. Yeah. Yes, Rocco Bilgen. Yeah. That's beautiful. All right, should we do the letter? Yeah. All right. Preston and Steve right. on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter R. All right. As in radical. All right. Not and Rocco Bilgen? Not Rocco not, Bilgen. Not Rocco Bilgen. R is in Rocco Bilgen. <laughs> we have an autographed KG Elephant guitar plus a pair of pit tickets to see them with Beck and Spoon at BB&T Pavilion. Wednesday, August 21st, some tickets remain at Ticketmaster.com. 
Uh, and you had the playback yesterday. That was cool. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, uh, yeah a really uh, great session. Excellent. So we're going to give that away on Friday. So two more letters to go, and then we are home free on that one. Uh, what's happening today? By the way, the audio, I believe, is already up from the uh, interview. If you would like to check that out, WMMR.com. Uh, we're working on the music with the band because there are some uh, copyright issues with music. Um, but I think we'll have some music soon, but we don't quite have it yet. Okay. They played live. Um, but uh, they were great, and it's cool that you have that goodie for them to give away. I will have Rolling Stone's Honk, which is uh, one of the greatest hits packages, on vinyl. Uh, and it's got really cool cuts from all the Stone's albums and the grand... Uh, that's a honk. That's a honk. Oh. I was thinking I was... I like that. That's really good. It threw me off, though. I know. It takes you out of your space. It doesn't take much, but anyway. It's a call hold. Uh, it's, a, it's a horn. Uh, one time... <laughs> One time you were talking about the Stones and Steve came out with a mic- imitation. I don't like you. <laughs> it was so funny. I don't like you. I don't like you. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we'll have that uh, honk vinyl thing to give away. And um, <laughs> the grand prize winner gets a deluxe edition, <laughs> yes. a color for LP of honk. Oh. Thank you. Um, we'll have fund you opportunities two at eleven a.m. and at one p.m. Honk if you love me, and uh, we'll also have workforce blocks of Chris Cornell and the Doors and Collective Soul. And we have today a conversation with Ed Rowland of Collective Soul, and we will world premiere the brand new single, nice uh, from the upcoming album Blood. The rest of the country gets it tomorrow. Collective Soul is giving it to us today. So we'll talk with Ed about it and uh, play the uh, be the first in the country to play the brand new single from Collective Soul. That's really cool. Later this afternoon, probably in the one o'clock hour. That band just keeps cranking it out. Man. I mean, it's just one after the other, and yeah. you 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 get any given Collective Soul record, particularly in the last five or six years, you will find it every song to be listenable. You know, he just has that ability to to you know knock them out. It's a yep. huge achievement. Cool, man. Uh, let me thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Winter Airport Park in the fastest way in and out of Philly International. Uh, and also, sorry, one more here, Planet Fitness. Get the Planet Fitness black card and you'll enjoy massage chairs, hydro massage, tanning, and more. Tomorrow on the program, uh, let's see, in our studio, we will have comedian Marcella Arguello uh, stopping in. So we'll uh, spend some time talking to uh, Marcella, and I know we'll have many, many other things for you, many, many people. So make sure that you're with us. That's it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you, hate you line. Is there any way that Thanos can snap his fingers and half of the population are the biggest holes can disappear? That would be perfect. Thank you. Next message. 2020, Webster's Dictionary, Marvel Woods. It has to be in there. Next message. And so, after a long day of blowing glass, holding torches, and just pretty much sweating my nuts off, I am going to go have a mother milkshake. Why? Because it is my privilege.
The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. 